Uh, hello, everybody. I don't know what I used to do to intro the show. I'm joking. I do, but I'm not going to give it to you. Anyways, <laughs> welcome uh, to the to the Q and A for Critical Bits. Uh, I uh before we before we I do have one question uh to kick us off before we talk about anything else. It's the most pertinent question, Shelby. I saw before we were recording, you were chowing down there. Could you tell me what your down. last meal was? Oh, um, that's right, uh, everybody. It was an Oreo sandwich made with big Oreo wafers, a little ice cream, ice cream Oreo sandwich treat. It was delicious. I hope it was fine and regular and normal. That's uh, oh wait, no, I'm gonna. That's about, that's my last. the The meal was a poison. I'm gonna be. But, a, a murder. Yeah, I told. Yeah, what you? Yeah. Oh no. Okay. Well then. Yeah. No. I had an Oreo sandwich, and then I had a uh, Spindrift sparkling water with uh, lemon, and um, uh, my uh, my husband made me a little a little bowl with some tofu and beans and corn. All right. Well, uh, congratulations, Shelby. Because at the end of this recording, you're I'm, I'm gonna have to kill you. Uh, that's, that's, that's what we agreed upon. That's I mean, what we agreed I, upon. I it's broke, okay. the, broke the pact. Broke uh, but the anyways, podcast uh, pact. You know, uh, those... I love, we like to think of it as you're free now, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, death is freedom. Well, yeah, death that's is what, <laughs> That was the message of the show. I guess that's the first question. We should, uh, the second question we can get out. What was the main message? Is uh, you know the no, parents no. exist. Yeah. It was it was parents stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is we're doing this is the and and Q and A of critical bits. We got your questions here. Uh, where are we? Um, you can cut this out, but where are we posting this? This is on. This is this is like full feed. This is main, this feed. Is main feed. Ooh, very exciting. Full frontal. This is, full full. I just was trying to remember force. the word for feed. Uh, but yeah, I mean, fuck it. We're not talking about teens anymore. I can say I can talk about people showing their dicks. <laughs> Check it out in your own show. That didn't stop you in the other show. <laughs> no, I didn't show. I didn't make people. I I specifically, Streak Streak Shark did not have genital like external genitalia, for that reason. Remember that? That's true. It was just. Yes. It was. Yeah, it was sorry, just the legs. You know what? I I'll leave it to I the listeners. I I could have just had even I I don't. I said, I think I looked it up, maybe, but I don't know if I did it. But I don't think Starks even have external genitalia. Let's, let's look this up. Because Paul just asked that's, me the question. That's not necessary. Shark. But, like, they don't. Because you've never seen a shark flapping around in the, in the wind never there. Seen a lot. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, anyway, so that's the Surely thing. Surely, David put, Edinburgh. What dicks did I show in this? Did I show any dicks in Critical Bits? I bet you talked about invisible guy dicks. who became visible. He and was, was invisible. Naked. He was, and then, and then, and then visible. And then he was naked. I didn't explicitly talk about his penis, though. Some people are just naked. I feel like being some naked, people are just naked and do not thing, have any characteristics like, beyond that. I feel that. like just being naked and like showing someone your dick are two different things. Yeah, one is more conceptual. Yeah. Uh, well, one is less direct. Yeah. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, you know, like showing someone is like a direct is like, here, you have to look at this. But like, no, no, that person is just nude. They're, that yeah. is how they live their day. I may not like it, but I also don't like the pants that some people wear. If if one of yeah. your questions was going to be, I think it's fine. What's but... it like? What would it be like if this was just uh, the, the end notes that, that are chaotic five minutes, but for an hour, that's what this is going to be. 
<laughs> so where do these quest these alleged questions come from, so Joel? So far, all of these are just from us. We can ask each other questions. That's where all it's all circulating. It's just like that. So we do have a list of questions we got sent from y'all's uh, spoilers. If uh, we, we are going to be talking, what are you doing? Let's talking about all of the show. Uh, if you haven't finished, uh, also if you've never heard it before. And this is your listen, first one. Listen, listen, keep listening yeah, now. I <laughs> guess, I, yeah, this will wrap it all up. It all makes sense after this. Um, so yeah, we'll 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 go off. We'll go off here. Uh, who wants to? The, these aren't really in any order. I just kind of put them all on this Google Doc. Uh, do we? Well, wanna... if you then you've already randomized them, so just do what I mean. Well, I didn't know. I was saying. Well, I was saying you read them, and so I was saying that I didn't know if there's any of the ones you guys want, you liked it particularly. Uh, or we can just kind of read from the top because, like I said, I mean, the top seems to do a good one. Every question is equal in God's eyes. Well, some some of these that's e- not true. Here's <laughs> the thing. God talked to me some, earlier. Some of these might not be as good as others. And okay, but Sarah G does ask a great question, which is Joel. What made you decide you'd like to do a TTRPG podcast, and what all was involved in getting it set up? I did uh, I what I wanted uh, to do because I had ran a sketch comedy show called Ladies Night. That's actually how I met uh, pretty both both Shannon and Shelby. Yeah, but Joel didn't remember yeah. meeting me. I did me. not. I did not remember. <laughs> I feel like we've been over how many times yeah. Joel, Joel said, Shelby oh, great to meet you for the first time. I said, Joel. At least it was this great. not the first time. At least it was great, though. I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't make the sketches. I wasn't there to make the sketches Shannon made. I, talked, I knew Shannon and Devin because they... Were the ones that like we had to talk to for the show. I was in one of the sketches. That doesn't matter. Do you know how many people were in sketches that were in Ladies Night? <laughs> yes, because I remember them. Well, look to your left, listeners, and look to your right. Yeah, one of the people <laughs> is in a sketch. Yeah, it was in a sketch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's uh, and then we ended that, and uh, I took like a six month break to not do anything because I had ran like comedy shows. For like years before that too, and then uh, I knew taking a break rules. Yeah, taking by a break the was way. tight. Uh, and then I knew because of uh, actually the Adventure Zone that I really wanted <laughs> to do uh, an actual play podcast. I really loved Balance. I was already a fan of the McElroys and Bim Bam, and so like I just I I had heard a few other ones and they were okay, but I really liked what uh, Griffin did. And uh, that's what made me want to be able to start something. And then I knew Shannon, like I said, from Ladies Night. And Shannon was at a brunch at my house. Because uh, I, I love, not a question on here, but I do love throwing brunch. I think brunch is one of the best things to cook for people. It's so fun. Uh, yeah. You can get a little day drunk. It's great. But anyway, so I asked Shannon then. And then uh, we got we got old uh, Shelby and Paul involved. And then, you know, uh, getting it set up. Uh, I luckily already had a bunch of stuff from a previously uh, podcast that I started with the guys from Ladies Night that we uh, ended after like a few few episodes because we just didn't like it. Uh, so I already had gear and stuff. So a lot of that was just that I lucked out and already had production equipment. Um, but yeah, so that was just kind of it. You know, I just had 10 years of uh, comedy production uh, experience. So it was pretty easy to kind of get that under my belt and then... 
and then make so it's the like show. a lot of stuff with the show. Get a time machine, go mm. back in time, and get good at something. <laughs> yeah, specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, like get I said, ten years of comedy and yeah, that is that, that was the main thing. Is just I just wanted to, I wanted a new project to do, and I wanted to do something fun. Uh, I didn't really know how big of the show was going to get. Honestly, I was I will say I was very impressed about how big of an audience we got, even if people like dropped off. You know, because I really was just like, oh, I just want to make something for fun. Uh, and then it's very weird to have like explained what corn dogs is to people that live in different countries. Oh, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Characters. It was wild. It, it even again, like by any metric of how you you treat success in a podcast. But I know that our podcast has made some people go to therapy, and I think that that's a that's a, a way more important than anything else I've ever done. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's wild. Uh, let us know if us ending your pod- podcast made you quit therapy, though. Oh uh, yeah, you know, just I just I want I just it's like I just, I'm just curious. I bet we've done more harm than good <laughs> with this podcast. Oh, personally. I mean, on average, maybe, but like I think if you like just the general uh, moral even, harm of podcasting, itself, are you talking about us as people or just the show? Nothing, mostly never mind. the show. Um, <laughs> just the show in isolation. I know we've all collectively done more harm than good as people. Yeah, that's why so I, I asked for clarification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but I'm talking about the show in isolation. Um, so m- moving on, though. Uh, next question from from Luke. Uh, what kind of backup characters or ideas did you think about? Uh, should the fun bunch lose a member? Or you can also, I don't know if you can kind of talk about uh, if you had any other character ideas uh, for, for one to start. I have, um, I've got, I remember when I was, uh, it was the day before we were recording Critical Bits and I still didn't have a character idea. And I remember exactly where I was and I was trying to think about what to do because I was I'm, I don't like character creation that much. I once I, I like agonize over making characters for for any like role playing game podcast that I play for for weeks. And eventually I come up with something that I like and I have fun with it. But I remember for Alex, I it was so hard because I've never recorded a podcast before. I've never really done like a lot of like public comedy. So I wanted to have something really good, which is why eventually I ended up settling with Alex because um, again, very easy for me to play a very easy character archetype, very similar to, to how I would, um, how I would act. And it's basically just me in high school. Um, but I remember before the only thing for some reason, I don't think I've, t- I might've talked about this at some point, but I could not think of anything um, I liked all the archetypes and masks, but for some reason I was just fixated on having a character who was um, like actively dying. I don't know why, like, but like had, like I was looking for like a, a, a child with a terminal illness and I don't know why. That's not a fun thing to play. It's like interesting, but I'm like, I could not, not get away from it. I'm like, I want to be on the, a sickly kid. That's like, I'm like what? all of your characters you've ever played. Cause every character you play, I guess that makes sense. Every character, like, cause you did the game that we played with Jack Packard where he ran spider day for us or, no, I ran spider oh, day for y'all. Uh, with the little, the little, you did, the like, little boy. Oh, yeah, you like did, pip, 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 pip. Wait, yeah, you did Pip. Was it Pip Pip? Pip? I, also, I, I, was, I was also big old glasses. Big old eyes. The big old eyes, eyes yeah. Bad. Yeah, there was, but yeah, Pip Pip was another one. Yeah, you do like, the, you. We, we refer to it as Shelby's Min Minning. Yeah. <laughs> so no. every, 
making Alex capable in any way was me actively fighting against my my instincts. I mean, I think, Shelby, you've taught me a lot about character creation for role-playing games in generally, which is want something and be bad at it. Exactly. Min-minning is the way to go. That's how you have a good time in like, role-playing games. Although I will say stupid they're that best you made for th- one-shots. <laughs> I um, or My backup was a delinquent, I think with fear control powers, but that was way too close to what Paul was doing. So I went with uh, ex-villain with pharaohkinesis. I thought it was uh, interesting. I, or there was like some kind of acid control. I thought about that too. But I think the personality would have been probably around the same. Yeah, because I also remember, yeah, uh, yeah, because I think that those are you two. And then I know Paul's, Paul's like second idea we ended up doing anyways, though. Which, yeah, robot that falls out of the sky was kind of going to be the how that was going to happen. We'd lose. Jer- Jerry would, yeah, because I was already into killing characters. Because I, I, that's how I play role-playing games anyway, is... Characters are ultimately very disposable, so I will control up a fresh one. So that's not great for a story, y'all pointed out. Um, <laughs> we had to work so hard to keep Jerry yeah, in the well, game. I remember in the beginning, you <laughs> were trying to so choose hard. between the delinquent and the outsider, and Shannon said delinquent and uh, the reformed, and both of you were willing to do whatever. And I kind of was just like, because I had said, I was like, I think it'll be easier if y'all are just like already kind of friends and know each other. Instead of, like, the outsider being like that. Uh, and so, I, like, the dynamic just worked better. But then, yeah, we did... Um, Paul t- wanted to j- Jerry to die a bunch. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Show, show's not about anything. Yeah, I don't know yeah, what you're Paul talking about. constantly <laughs> talked about, uh, like, how mm-hmm. he's just like, yeah, Jerry could die. And then w- I remember... Cause like you know they I told I told them you know when we got close to the end of the show I would tell them all the plans but like the main thing is is for them to start thinking I said this like way way back before we even like we're close to being done I was like think about like what you want your characters like good ending to be in the future because no matter what happens like all, all three of you won't die and like you you get to actually have like a good future and cool stuff and then. Uh, Paul was like, "Well, it's kind of hard because you know I think the only thing we can really do with Jerry is kill him." And it's then, like Paul, getting out the water bottle and spraying yeah, Paul. Like, How do you mean that? Though? No. And then I remember one point I really we, we we got done recording, and this one when we were getting closer to the end, and I was like, "All right, so let's really nail these down because I'm gonna start thinking of like how everything's going in the end, and I want to make sure we can set everything up that we need to." And then I was like, and then I remember looking like look at Paul and be like. Jerry cannot die because before you say you think that should happen, Alex's best, truest, happy ending. That's right. Does not that's right. Involve her best friend fucking dying. So Jerry cannot die, not because you won't want Jerry, like. And so, and then after that, it was whenever Paul was like, "Ah, fuck. Okay, never mind. I'll think of something now." <laughs> oh God. Yeah. I will say it was, I, I never felt like Joel was going to kill me uh, without uh, giving me a heads up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know he's been telling you for months now. Oh, yeah. No. Well, that's, that's the thing the, is it's like it's yeah. all about consent. Like <laughs> Joel and and informed. Hey, Joel said, that's I'm going to kill the, you. I the, said, when the courts come I know. For me, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Would you like to hear these like 12 podcast episodes where I say I'm going to kill my friend and she says tight I understand this yeah and I understand then, that's the it. rules 
That's the way sorry, I expected uh, that. Your Honor, unless I'm on trial for being tight as hell, <laughs> I'm going to moonwalk out of here. <laughs> um, I will go on record that it's totally cool, fine, and legal for uh, Joel to kill me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, um, it's a break. Podcast law. It's uh, podcast law. Great. So we got a couple uh, moving on from... Alex, uh, we got a couple here. So love the show. I'm really curious. Which plot threads uh, hmm. would you wish uh, you'd explored more? Any of them. Ooh. Pick, pick any one of them. We could have probably gone Ooh. way for it. No, I'm supposed to be more of the mechanics. It's not because of plot. I just like the characters a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. We already <laughs> did a lot with them. But that was the only thing I would have always, you know, gone back to. Hmm. I'm glad we didn't go back to high school very much at all that was great i mean it, it is kind of like a, it was a little that went away like, super yeah. quick yeah i'm very pleased with that but yeah it is one we definitely left unmined which is like oh being a teenager at school like i don't know shit about that i'm not gonna i'm not prepared to talk about that right now i remember we did have to talk about that with uh for like alex about like how do we kind of make sense of this and then i was just like we i think we just have to push through Maybe, because definitely it's going to be two of the characters. There's like, a cool, I'm not going to go do that for eight hours a day <laughs> or however long you're in school for. Um, yeah, Alex loves school. Shelby loved school. I really liked the, the school plot line. I have but fun in school. It just got too big to, to go back to school. It really, I, yeah, it's kind of hard to, because I do feel like even like a lot of superhero shows that do start in like school, even like Buffy and stuff like that, that's, not as well, it's kind of superhero, but it's you know supernatural kind. But like all you, you have to like kind of get out of it, and then you definitely, it's like a school for these shows are, are part of the disposable premise of the pilot, where it's just like okay, cool, we'll we see this, and then someone's just like, oh, I have to do all these things, but we're never actually going to see that I'm at school during the day, even though I am. Fortunately, um, I got a hall pass from the well-placed person in authority. We'll call him librarian for mm-hmm. one of a better show. Yeah, I don't really think there was anything about. that I thought we missed out on. Um, the only thing I, I had, like, set up to do more stuff with, like, Mark Mirror Aliens and Shoto, mm-hmm. but then it just didn't really, as we were getting more into that, it kinda, I kind of, I didn't really want to keep going as far, but I am happy that I got to tie the Mark Muir aliens back at the very end with like the finale and all like the, the new teams at the end. Um, I'm trying to think, cause I do feel like we explored a lot in but, the universe. Yeah, um, I think that maybe like more, I think that the, the other side was very interesting. Um, and Alex didn't spend a ton of time there. Um, there was I I liked everything where we were there with like the the snake yeah uh, the, the spooky what? snake with the the um what is it the, like the spring with all the animals the, yeah, yeah like the nurseries and stuff what's hard about yeah. that stuff is I like doing all that but then it felt like it's so hard to like do all that and then still have a cohesive thing of going back and forth because like. I remember like yeah. Care Bears show up and then also there's well, cause, shock troops cause in the, the streets. Because at the beginning of season, t- uh, season three, and we'll t- we can talk more about season three, or I guess we can't, like, season three was, like, really hard to kind of start because we ended a lot of the stuff for season one and two, and, like, it's kind of like y'all saved Heavendale, and I wanted to kind of be like, all right, well, let's go out of Heavendale for a bit and do this and just have y'all, like, travel around since you're big superheroes, but it did feel... Like the show needed to be more centralized again, 
and have like kind of like the reoccurring uh, like city and like kind of it's back- like Heavendale was a character was in a the character. show. Like the, oh. the terrible restaurants <laughs> were like your aunt and uncle who have bad opinions. Uh, That's the horrible. It is yeah. interesting because it's it it does get it's it's so tricky to navigate the scale of the world. Yeah. in a, a podcast like that because you can. Like again, like we were talking before, it just gets so big, and you it gets kind of hard to focus on what what you're you're telling if you go into too much. Yeah. But, and honestly, personally, there was some I have a soft spot for like little glimpses into weird shit that you never look at ever again. That's also or, yeah, yeah. It's one of my favorite. That's favorite kind of what thing. I felt too. It's like we don't really need to go super in depth on all the all the other things. You know, it was all pretty. Well, it's like okay. Ben Kenobi, he's an old guy in the desert. Great. Moving fucking on. I don't need shit else. This is great. I know what samurai tropes are. Great. He's a spooky old man that takes a young man to a bar. Uh, Oh, I guess this is kind of just the same vein. Uh, Which small parts of the show would you have loved to dive in deeper to? Yeah, I think this is all one one big nice question. Also, this person's name is Alex. Somebody named themselves after (laughs) me. That's crazy. They went back in time. Because <laughs> you could change your name, that's very valid too. Yeah, you could yeah. change. So that's what I'm choosing to believe uh, is that yeah, this person like said, changed their I name. I don't think there was anything that I wanted to dive me. deeper into that I couldn't. Thank you, um, Alex. Yeah, well, you're the you're the GM, so you kind of you did get to drive. I would want to play more arsonists and do more. Fuck yeah, pyromaniac <laughs> we got, adventure. That was fun. Oh got, yeah, more tax to, we, man. We, we, to, we got to come I back to Playing a one note character is really fun. Oh gosh. I think it's Day's Spider. I well, I don't know. Day's comma spider? Let's see Like Durgeon's general. Oh, this is, they're just saying nice stuff. Yeah, they're just saying a well, bunch of nice stuff. It's really I like nice. That. I'll read, uh, I can read it, too. Yeah, you can read it. Yeah, yeah just read it. Really it's really nice. It has, uh, has so many amazing opportunities. It's been great listening to y'all exploring the different parts of Heavendale and its surroundings, Hal included. Thanks for being such unique show. Words cannot describe how much the show has meant to me over the years. Thanks. Thank you. It's been Thank very you. fun to make it. Uh, up yeah. next from uh, Kat. If you could choose one bit, segment, or story beat from the show to unexpectedly blow Ooh. up, uh, like as an animatic or whatever, uh, what bit would you choose? I mean, Herbie was a good I one. I do think that's that a, kind of is like a, fun a fully, a, that one would be a fun one. More than just my MS Paint Boy drawing Lambert zoomed into. That's a really good one that's like an early one. I like that one. That, that's a good question. So thank you. Uh, maybe he went to heaven. Y'all seem to really like that, that one. That. that was good. <laughs> Who went to heaven? Whenever we were t- you were talking about jo- whenever j- whenever uh, Yifram went missing. Oh. <laughs> I feel like what's... Um, somebody did an animatic recently. I'm not that re- that recently, but recently ish, and it was a scene that I like barely remembered, and I feel like that's where a lot of my Olga favorite. Did? What was when it? Her friend did of like disruptor talking about yeah, red thing being I think weird. So. I think it, it had awesome. something with mechanics. It was great, yeah. and that's one of my favorite things. Is because like we we're just uh, or at least I'm just kind of goofing. I just I don't listen to any of the words or think about anything that I'm saying at any time. Yeah. Um, and so That's like listening promise. back to stuff is always a surprise. So like seeing like an animatic, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't even remember saying that. That was really funny. I'm trying to think. Cause like, yeah. Cause like I said, a lot of this stuff, 
It's not that we never guessed anything, but there was like certain things I'd be like, oh, this is going to be really funny and I think people are going to like this. Like, we'll see fan art of this and like no one ever said or said anything or true anything. And then later people, like you're saying, like we'll send things. I'm just like, now what's this from? My... <laughs> The show you listen to it more than I made and edited, and this is from that. Okay, okay, that's what interesting. Give me a timestamp. Yeah, any day. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, anything from Hoagie Allen. Is that was Hoagie so Allen. Allen's a really good Hoagie one. Allen so animatic fun and cool. visual and very very funny. Honestly, I do Just wish all around good time. when you when you beg for uh, uh, the the guy who runs the fighting pit to yes oh, yeah, oh yeah, I would yeah, love yeah. I would one. love that next anime was Finn or Flynn yeah. Finn, yeah, no, Finn no, no, I got the totally Finn. wrong character I was about to say Oops. I think Tex Anime was also in that episode though you're in the ballpark I think a Tex Anime was the tech was the um, truck driver, truck driver. Um, I also speaking of Alex uh, and and distress the fucking um, I was in distress yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. No, the it's one where the guy hits his head on the fire hydrant and he's like telling you to call. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good that's one. That's in like season two I at some point. Around, it was like, it's like after the sad three episodes. <laughs> uh, we just desperately needed some levity. Arc, somewhere like in the mid range. But that one was so God, good because so I funny. feel like that's this perfect level of just like my bullshit. And you, you just reacting in the most Alex way ever. God. That was a good one. If you weren't killing me tonight, you'd have to pay for my therapy. Thank God. Uh, yeah, all the I, any of them are good. I like I said, I I always I always wish that uh, I don't think this would like blow up unexpectedly. I just wish any of the fight scenes we could ever have gotten like an yeah. anime because I I think we had some really cool fight scenes and it was really fun because uh, I think whenever because you know y'all weren't like a very you pretty much had like three types of fights where it was just kind of like you you ran away, uh, you overwhelmed them completely, or I just was like, oh, I'm gonna just like throw shit at them for 45 minutes straight. Uh, Are we three stooges? Yeah. Three stooges. Oh, yeah, we got stooges. And then the, and the, and the, yeah, and the, the I want to see some animatics of those. I always forgot about that you never did was uh, yeah, three stooging every NPC. But yeah, I do think something like that. There's something like the Alex, like Alex and Finn, or like the or like the the fire hydrant. There's a bunch of good stuff with all the guests too. Also, just like all the guests were so good. Like anything with like Carly and and Shannon from Dear Diary of like Dear Diary, <laughs> just fucking acting like Kim's Kim's his mom now. Like any of that is Kim just, not knowing how to handle it. Which is yeah. The Dear Diary is such a fun episode because it's just like the most heart this show has ever had. And it was all, it was 100% just Carly Bernardo being like playing the purest little boy named Cadney. And then we destroyed the British crown, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, we did. not, you know, fun bunch, you know, well, I don't know. We had a global impact. Yeah, there was the destroyed Buckingham Palace in China. It was devastated. Uh, after Infinity, yeah, China canonically, China in our world will never be the yeah, same. Yeah, it's never gonna be the same. Like, uh, like yeah, you destroyed major landmarks. Uh, not your fault though. Uh, blame Branson Reese for destroying China. Uh, yeah. Uh, moving on here from Brandon T. Uh, this one's for me, Joel. Uh, how long did the did you have the conglomerate and the ending planned? How many more acronyms did you have that you never got to use? Uh, conglomerate. I actually came up with. At the beginning of season three, 
because I knew I needed uh, to come up with some more stuff and I needed to have like a central bad guy. So season three was always going to like start out when just set up more stuff about like everybody on all the sides and everywhere knows about the pegs now and they want them. And, and it was just like setting up and putting that on the board. And the idea was always to have them kind of like m- the, the conglomerate was going to move into Havendale uh, and pull them back in. Cause like I said, I wanted to explore more at the beginning of season three, but then I always planned on it coming back to have no cause of the conglomerate, but I also thought they could fight them other places. But I, but the conglomerate, I was very heavily based off of the boys uh, because, you know, it's just like, I love the idea of like, they're like the, the Oh, we're the good guys. Like we're, we're justice league, but they're like, but of course uh, we're fascists. Uh, and so, you know, I, I didn't have as many like, detailed plans for them as I did for like Harry because Harry I really wanted to you know uh work out my family trauma through a podcast but with the conglomerate (laughs) I'd already been in therapy for a couple of years so I was able to just do a fun story um but like the conglomerate really was just kind of like I needed something that was like the driving force that was also trying to get the pegs uh because it was like you know i i always knew that what i wanted them to do was destroy the pegs because i will say the ending of the show i always knew was going to be based around them getting and destroying these things because i set up the pegs and like episode like three or four because one of the first time that uh one of the the pegs don't get mentioned but the first time the the toms talk to each other and talk to Nolan. They talk about the Tom vault. And I say Tom vault, not because I I came up with that because I knew they had the Tom vault and it held the pegs and that you were going to get them. And that the pegs were always going to be the thing that uh, we, we move into. Uh, but yeah, so I, I always knew that 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 it was gonna move into like the pegs from like the very beginning, and uh, we've talked. I think I talked about this on deep dives. Claudia, who she actually came on as uh, the chain, uh, in the in the in the the, the penultimate season. Uh, I actually she helped me come up with the idea uh, with like what all the pegs were because I knew I wanted uh nine of them and i wanted them to be based off of like pillars of friendship so i've knew about that for a long time and the conglomerate was just something i was like i need i just need something for them to fight against and it's gonna be this is like a really fun i can make my own fake justice league and just have like a whole slew slew of heroes that are you know really villains And then how many more acronyms did you have that you didn't get to use? I don't Well, they slew for Any starters. notable ones? I feel like you always. <laughs> I think I got all of them out. I think we got to it. That That's kind of why I stopped doing them because I uh, came up with all of them. Now, I feel like Paul has an infinite number of acronyms. There are always an infinite number of acronyms. Game. If there's words, you can just jam more words in there. It's a totally, everyone can acronym. It's actually a backronym if you look. do it that way. If I'm trying to see... Like slew is a uh, super uh, laser um, excavation work, and okay. they, they they use uh, laser beams to dig tunnels under the ground. I think I did all of these. There you go, free acronym. Free acronym. Did, show I do, acronym. I, did I do Megacorp and employee? I did that right. I think that was in one of the the maybe was it the intern? I think it was thing? in one of the episodes where y'all were in somebody like the and the, at the end of season two when y'all are in the mind machines because I have a the, my Google Drive. Let me just, um, 
I'm searching, searching, searching through Google Drive because, yeah, there's daycare, detention, nanny, recess, narc, mother, father, lifeguard, warehouse, security. Oh, I kind of miss recess. And I feel like recess kind of fell off. <laughs> well, because, I mean, we. Yeah, I think I burnt that. We I burnt that bridge. We burnt. We burnt. Re- oh, yeah. A lot of. A lot of bad <laughs> oh, another. I remember another. I'm going back to the original question. We've got tons of questions. I don't need to go back, but we definitely set up a cool Alex mentoring Really cool. Everybody oh, submitted some true. great that ideas. Like really, really amazing ideas. That is really one thing I that we never kind of followed yeah. through on. And I we brought that up a little bit where it's just like all those kids, then what, most of those people wouldn't joined. Yeah. I know. And I feel like if I had been a better mentor yeah, 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 and yeah. focused on I it more, I was like, Shelby, here's a list of all these people who would Alex want to mentor. Because I was like, this is how we can, this actually does kind of go back. Because I was like, this is how we can kind of like say, oh, Alex had enough credits to where she can still graduate. So she's yeah. doing this as like a mentor right, program. And then I remember I keep asking Shelby. And then Shelby eventually was like, I'm, I haven't read the list at all. So, uh, I wish I could, you know, yeah. It was too much. Yeah, so that we, and so we still got to do that one. That was been a fun one, but also it is kind of hard to, you know, try to be like, get a sidekick character, bring them in. But, you know, we did get to bring the Skinner in. So, yeah, you know how we hard did get it to bring is the to Skinner have brought in. There side a lot of characters cool. into the show. Joel. Well, Lots of like cool. Stick around. I mean, I gave all of you. A little like sidekick. We got the Skinner to stick around. I gave, the all, one where I the, gave all of you little yeah. animal the friends. The And then one. by the time season three hit, all the animal friend focus was just that every time that there was any downtime, Shannon just said that uh, they were feeding Vince. <laughs> like that's yeah. what, like that's what that's what you do with animal that's companions. What I'm like I remember, like I gave, a great I gave time. Alex Wabe, and I was like, so he can do all these other things. He can like use your powers. There's all the other thing, and you're like, cool, 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 cool. He has a hat on, and I feed him little Snickers. Yeah. So, Have you ever played uh, a role-playing game with a little animal creatures? I get it. I get it. Joel, uh, that's how it goes. But yeah, I think I think Alex mentoring. If that would have been a good um, one. Get resurrected. That's a, that's my that's gonna be uh, my Shannon, moment. How far do you think Kim would have gone down a villain path if she never found out about Rat Finger Daycare and all and then also you know like like didn't meet uh, Alex Alex and Jerry. I think Kim really, um, especially before she met the Disruptor, was like lacking direction and guidance in her life. So, I mean, she does develop more of a backbone and more of like a moral center as the show goes on. I don't think she would have been like a, a psychotic, like violent villain, but she would have definitely been at the level of Disruptor and Toolboy, just sort of like this guy bothering you and just like killing people because they're annoying or just like more indiscriminately. I, she would not. I don't think she had the ambition to try to take over the world. I don't think she would have gone super evil. We did do the um, AU thing with Chris's character yeah, with new bunch. money. Yeah, where I c- chop people in half. That that probably wouldn't have happened normally. That's a little extra evil. Yeah, with the stop sign and so stuff. Dark. I did. I honestly did. Was I did not expect. I knew y'all were gonna go dark, but I did not expect it just to be like that. Was our opportunity? <laughs> that's that's the, probably the evilest evilest Kim because of capitalism. Or whatever, um, but yeah, I I don't she I don't think she would have gone terribly terribly dark, but definitely would have ended up being probably killing a lot more people and being a lot more self serving mm. than she ended up being uh, thanks to the influence of Alex and Jerry. Um, Shelby, if Alex never got superpowers, mm. would she become a Batman Iron Man type of hero with like gadgets or a super suit? Well, I'm going to stop you right there. No, you've seen Alex's home. It's a modest middle-class home in a cul-de-sac. There. 
Alex no, would not have. A billionaire. Um, I will say, um, first of all, Alex 100% would have fought crime uh, during the day and during the night. Uh, well, I don't know if Alex would have ever known that crime happens during the day. But anyways, Alex would have one thousand percent have fought uh, fought uh, bad guys, um, as evidenced in season one without any superpowers. I don't think she would have ever had like a super suit, super gadgets, because I think that Brantley was just not. I think Brantley is more like the gadgets kind of guy, and I don't think he ever would have gotten involved in um, in his sister's things. And also, candidly. I think she would have gotten in way over her head and uh, uh, died yeah. very early if she hadn't been like work. I don't know why I I don't know why I'm assuming that she's alone in this case. But if Alex had like not ever gone gotten powers and like just kind of done her own thing or honestly, even if she had teamed up with Jerry and, and Kim, I think Alex is too uh, reckless and naive and not very street smart that she would have absolutely gotten in way too far. We did, we did and talk about very briefly um, about what to do after Alex was like, cause I know you said that like Alex wanted to lose her powers after season two. And I did bring up that like, you could be, we, you could switch to the uh, protege playbook under Miss mm. I said, but then you just didn't really like that idea either then. Uh, Cause I was saying like, yeah. you could have like gadgets and like be a little, uh, you know, sidekick to the, to the, to the catalyst. I think that would have been fun. Um, but also I would like to remind everybody that Alex uh, got shot 10 eps in like real, real fast. Um, so well, shout out to Jack Packard who did tell me, uh, that- was one he of was my just favorite show That's up in my and top. kill them, uh, and he did that. Yeah, oh. that was such a scary episode. That was such a cool episode. So good. Yeah, it turns and out, props to Jack. If you don't have any buildup and you just have someone walk in and shoot somebody, it's tragic. God, it was it's so. It's not as great of a. It doesn't so climax. Good. It's it's weird. Uh, yeah. Paul, what was Jerry's doom leading to? Was it just his death? Uh, where did you find the restaurant naming tablets? Also, can you tell me about shifting? Oh, why do you ask Paul? Okay, first ask question. Ask me. Those are three questions. Uh, um, where, where, where did Jerry's uh, doom lead to, or was it just death? Uh, it might have been death, but it might have been just like some kind of a you know dark villainy where you get overtaken, Gollumy kind of get overtaken by the mm-hmm. ring kind of deal. Oh, that would have been crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The are all evil and shit. Jerry's Gollum. You would have just been a Gollum right? under infinity nakedness. Is weird, like. <laughs> So yeah, that would have been real bad. Um, where did I find the restaurant naming tablets? I was gifted those at a Christmas party in 1994, and I don't. I, the man without a face just came in. He handed them to me, and mm. then he disappeared yeah. into the into the wind. Yeah, he just heard oh, a voice that nice. said, "I'm free." I've, I've had them ever uh, since. And then, last but not <laughs> least, a can, you, canvas bags, can you tell you know, me about shifting? Uh, sure. So. Before cars were all robot death machines, <laughs> there you had to engage the transmission and sort of change the way oh the gearing God. with the engine interacted. So you'd push in the clutch and dip, and remove your foot from the from the gas, and then you would be able to change the gears or Joel, shift, can you wait till I kill will. Paul for you to kill uh, me? Yeah, 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 that's not on my hands. Okay, because you're gonna be dead, so they can't try you, and I won't I won't be tried. Yeah, for that's death. true. I'm going to start doing uh, some things great. about that Moving on. Um, if you want to hear about shifting, DM me uh, while, while Twitter's still yeah, alive. While Twitter's still alive. Uh, 
Well, By the time Twitter, this comes out, well, it might okay, be dead. So, so actually, we're right at that moment where Twitter might, may or may not outlive Shelby. Yeah, that's true. Ooh, yeah. Who will win? Place like, your we bets. Could, we, could, we could log off this call yeah. and Twitter could be down and then we'll have sh- to kill Shelby. Schroen's rap, rap right there. Uh, from Michael, if you could put a single Heavendale restaurant in any city in the world, Rush restaurant, is it, and where would it go? The Screamery in Atlanta, because I liked it. Uh... I want to put, oh, wait, no, let me think. The foamy bowl, and I want it in, I want it, like, on K Street, where all the lobbyist dudes go, and I want it to have to be where everyone goes to talk about shitty politics stuff and ruin everyone's lives, but they also have to eat a big bowl of hair soup or hair cereal. I'm trying to think of any of the. I'm trying to remember the restaurants. What are what are the? And it has to be a Heavendale, not a Helldale. Okay, if you would yeah. like to start opening chains of wet pins, I think that idea has legs. I think that might actually work. As a as that's a... the thing is like I, I, wet shoes. Yeah, I've, I've seen uh, I've seen worse. I feel like that would work. I feel like wet pins is a it's a hot ticket. Uh, there's most all of them are just really bad. The, I, I do remember the the screamery was just a good one. I do like the one with General Custard because that would just mean there's a sentient custard. Oh, that was what I was gonna but say. Also, if I remember That's correctly, mine, General so Custard just works there, and th- and it wasn't like it wasn't a restaurant called General Custard. It was. Yeah, it I don't was, remember what was, the name was, of it was. It was it, like it, it was, was a weird fucking. It was a weird man, one. It was a fucking weird one that had all the plan, a canal. I don't oh, want yeah. that one to be real now. I lied. I'm sorry. I don't Ooh, want... okay. Wait, hold up. I found the wiki. <laughs> that one can't. That one. I, when was the last time that was updated? Um, it's a while. Um, but they do have a Domino's Pizza. Um. Uh, what? Domino's Pizza and a Sonic are the two uh, two real world restaurant chains. We're waiting when did we reference checks. Domino's? I don't Young know. Brands. Is I trust the article this page? wiki a lot more than I trust myself. Um, yeah, shout out to people who edited our wiki. Oh yeah, Cater Tots doesn't can, count. It's not a restaurant. It. That's a yeah. It's what they call on Netflix a a bingeable series because it's it's over. It's over. Um, and you can okay, let's the, uh, uh, while you're looking, let's move on. Oh, this is just more th- nice things, but I'll also go ahead and say it out loud. Thank you so much to all of you for making the show. It's been so much fun to listen to, and it's helped me get through a not insignificant part of the global pandemic. It has been a part of me, uh, and has been a part of me becoming way more interested in indie TTRPGs. I hope it's been as fun for all of you as it has for me. Thank you so much, Michael. Oh, that's so nice. Thank you. It was really fun. And it gave me time to think about uh, what restaurant I want and where I want it to go. And I want to see a dip in thoughts, um, which I didn't remember, but I love it. The Hooter style... Dippin' yeah, Thoughts, a Hooter-style is... ice cream of the future place. Okay, never mind. Um, I know which one. I do want Dippin' Thoughts also. I would like, I want Dippin' Thoughts, and I want that in um, the Hartsfield-Jackson-Atlanta airport. That sounds like <laughs> such a goddamn airport place. Dippin' right? Thoughts makes yeah. a lot of sense as a business idea, Paul. I think you just pitched a good business idea. For Atlanta, especially. Yeah. Oh, Sometimes I accidentally did that. They, what, I mean, they have like the, uh, I know in like Seattle and stuff, they have like the the bikini baristas. Yeah, the bikini baristas. And so like, yeah. yeah, the idea of a dip and th- like, it's just, you're, oh, so you're in 
like lingerie and bikinis and you're in a cold area serving ice cream. That's the most Atlanta shit ever. I don't, I do not see how it's yeah, not already rocks. existing. Uh, at, at Paul, if you want to get Adam with some royalties here for dipping thoughts, uh, I'll go, <laughs> since it's a podcast that I, uh, produce, I'll go ahead and take, uh, I'll go ahead and take, uh, like free ice cream for life. But I probably won't even be sure, able to. But you got a tip still. I mean, I'll tip, of course. But uh, there has been. Oh my God. Holy shit. This is right? so many. It's Shelby so just many. The and the link. thing is, I don't think that the wiki's been updated in a while. But there's a. But even in the first like, season, how many, there's a fuck How time. many did they even put? That is so there's fucking so many. many. And some of them are Critical dash bits dot fandom dot com slash wiki slash heaven underscore. Of underscore Heavendale underscore and underscore area underscore businesses. Uh, you'll love what you're seeing right now. You can also Google to... Critical Bits Jesus Restaurants. And it's Christ. The first result. This is a lot. I think it's fandom amazing. is getting sold, so we should make a copy of the wiki and migrate it somewhere. Okay. Because I think it's going to get like sold out and forcibly deleted. <laughs> Great Fuck, clips. these are good. Paul, yeah, another one of this. This isn't a restaurant. This was just from uh, Greg Jr. The Stanhope <laughs> Kill Orphanage was a great one. Oh, that was really good. That was really funny. That's just uh, if fishes were horses, Ooh. night knitters. Paul, when did you have Saguaro, a pizza delivery place, to deliver cars of cacti on top of them? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's right on the panels. You gotta you add, you rub the etching and the thing comes in. Yeah. This says Ladies Night, a Snake liquid food themed restaurant for the whole family. Oh, ladles. Ladles <laughs> Night. Ladles, ladles night. night. Ladles Night. I like Cater Tots. We do not speak of Cater Tots, but it has a link. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I don't know where he wants it oh, to shit. be real. It's a little bird told me. Because I, oh, oh. I remember that episode so vividly because <laughs> I was like, so where funny. is y'all's favorite breakfast restaurant? Do you get to go there after like all this and you do that? And like, you're just like, a little bird told me we get to do that. And I was like, this is. Yeah, okay, we gotta move on. People, uh, go check out the wiki. This is great. Thank you. This is amazing. The Cater Tots... Um, Shout out to... The Cater Tots specific page says, we do not speak of Cater Tots again. And then it has crossed out, Joel put them in chains, not Paul. <laughs> I actually want to say Hunt for Bread October That's would be welcome one. in any place I live shout or out, could shout walk out to. Shout out uh, to y'all for doing this. All this uh, I always forget about that we have a fan wiki, then I go to it. And it's and it's wild. That's so much stuff. Uh, yeah. uh, anyways, uh, what did we? What are we? What are we? What are we doing here? Uh, uh, James down, B. Uh, James, James B. says Alex is incredibly friendly and trusting individual, so it's not hard to see her befriending Kim. But was there a moment in her head where it went from Jerry and I, Ooh. as well as Ki as Kim, to Jerry, Kim, and I as a group dynamic? <gasps> Ooh, that is um, a great question. And there definitely was a shift. And it definitely, because that's the thing is it was like, it was very, like Jerry and Alex had a very strong relationship and that was, it was hard to shift that into a trio. Um, I think that it was, I my initial thought was to say Tom, Tom vault like that the Tom vault episode but I don't think that that was it I think that that was um she was still very much like I've got to go save Jerry first and then also Kim um but that was that was a big point 
like realizing how important these people were to her and then how much um, she wanted to, to be there for them. But I think the, the shift happened when they, I don't remember the name of it. The, 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 the funnel cake episode with the funnel cake and the fryers and they were like hanging out and watching disposable fryer disposable fryer i think it was disposable fryer toss them in the back and that's been um something that it's you really there's a a huge shift when you hang out with someone one-on-one for the first time versus like oh hey like i hang out with kim like as a group with us together versus like hey you are my friend because there was to the early moment of uh of Oh, and the Minecraft pickaxe. the Minecraft pickaxe. Whenever like Jerry's asleep, and it's just like y'all like talking. It was a very, it was a very cute moment. Disposable fryer was fun because I was I played Kim as someone who doesn't really know how to hang one on one. She's like or, confused about order, how many pizzas yeah. do I order and Kim, stuff. That Kim's was really just fun. Used to trauma where it's just like yeah, yeah. So uh, we're not being no one's trying to kill us. So we're not doing like a weird heist or getting high. I don't really want to get drunk. Yeah, or like, so what do we do? What do two normal teens do in the uh, middle of the evening? And piggybacking that also from James B. Considering uh, Jerry has known Kim for less than a year, he has done extraordinary things for her, include uh, and including up to uh, healing triggers because she didn't want him to die. What was the moment, if any, singular that Jerry felt Kim was close enough of a friend to do such things for? I wanted Trigus to die so bad. I, was, I agree, but like, I wanted look, Trigus to die I mean, so bad. Uh, so it was the. Uh, when everyone got mad at Jerry, that was that cat. Um, there's a cat in the podcast now, listeners. Uh, <laughs> Can you uh, hear them? No, they can't. But they I think at the meow. beginning, my cat was really loud. Anyway, meow, meow. that's a little tease uh, for Audio Roadshow. I think when Jerry got in trouble for yelling at that freak for killing that lady. Oh, and when Kim about got it, mad, and every, yeah. And everyone, like, and I think that moment is like what solidified. Like, he's like, oh shit, these people matter to Jerry. And it's like, well, I have to fix that and it turns out they both do so now it's a thing i didn't expect you to lie about it (laughs) i mean one yeah it's good fucking drama that's good sentiment i I thought you were gonna like tell them and they're gonna be like oh shit that's crazy anyways like let's help you move past but yeah that was a that was fun god that whole no, we got those two traumatizing everyone so yells intense. at Paul episode. That was great. Yeah, then you, I felt bad when you were like, Shannon, you're not really mad at me, right? I was like, oh, no, dude, we're cool. Like, no, but you're real mean on the mics. Yeah. yeah. What was yeah. the... Uh, God. So, yeah, you think that was like one of the first moments for like JR really to feel... The, the cohesive yeah. group formation about this, like, because, like, yeah, not the same. It was, yeah, Alex and think, Jerry were best friends growing up. I so think that's too, one I think group, that but, really yeah. was the point, and we talked about this a lot in like deep dives. Uh, but like, I think that was the big point too, where it was like the very clear. Because when the show first started, I didn't re- none of you. There was no like set leader. It was just kind of like who has the brain set, the mindset to deal with this situation we're in now the best cool you're calling the shots we're follow your lead and then i kind of always thought it would be maybe alex at the beginning because she, well you know you really like 
Well, Alex was the, the like when you think about leader, Alex was the instigator. Like Alex was the yeah. one who was going out and doing stuff. She was like, I'm going out to fight a. crime. That's I, I want to do like, this. It wasn't like I'm leading. It was like I have a that's thing that I, I want to do. And then it was Jerry trying to keep that's her That's what from it kind dying. of felt like just like the like if you had to pick like, oh, there probably would be. And I think Kim's evolution to becoming the actual like leader of the fun bunch. And it wasn't even like a thing where you try to fight it like. Because after a while, like, people would be like, you're the leader. You're like, yeah, I'm the leader. Like, it was a very, like, you have this. <laughs> but I thought, I thought it was cool to see, especially, like I said, gets real solidified, like, in, like, in, like, the beginning of, like, season two as y'all are moving on, which is fun. Because also, too, because I think, you know, Alex got traumatized quick. Yeah. Well, that's why Kim had learned the lesson of I'm still in the back of the yeah. station wagon. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. why she, she that's why Kim's that not getting already. She called me a like, coward, but I'm still alive. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, this is from uh, Lance. That did you have a list of Kim's old villain names, and if so, or what were they? If there were, oh man, I don't have it on hand. Dang. Uh... I mean, I I think we used all the ones I would have had, I think we right? Used, we, we, uh, we used a couple because we talked about different aliases, and we always said if we needed to come up with more, but you'd be surprised how hard it is to, like, you. Uh, there's already too many ideas. I'm really proud of Sam Shrapnel <laughs> and Lodestone. Yeah. I think those were both good. Sam, I thought Fender, Sam Shrapnel was really Lady good. Terminator. Yeah, Fair Offender. Um, Sam Shrapnel, Time Orphan. I also came up with Turbo Crook. Yeah, I'm Turbo still proud Crook. of that. Joel was messaging Turbo me Crook like, what's the name of a villain name. that goes fast? And I'm like Googling synonyms yeah. on yeah, the Turbo train. Turbo was a good one. Yeah, sorry, Lance. Uh, I don't, I don't think we would have had that many more we didn't use. I was trying use, to remember. You know? I was like, what happened to Turbo Crook? And it was like, oh yeah, she got broken and then put back together mentally. Uh, and uh, with with the the weird connection to the pegs, and then she she just kind of quit. Did she die? That so she gets for crossing kill. Kim. I don't think I killed her. Um, I don't think I don't he think killed Turbo mm. Crook, but I don't think that she's like doing great. Uh, from Other <laughs> Joel, like, aka the original Nasty Freak, and if you, Nasty Freaks if you want, represent, if you know, I will say, uh, the page, you know show's done. Patreon's still up because we did start a new show called Audio Road Show, so there'll be stuff from that. But also. If you just really want some good some good content that's like ten hours worth, give us two dollars. Mm. Go and download all ten episodes of Guess That Strat because that I really enjoyed Guess That Strat. And it was really funny. Weirdest ten hours you're ever gonna fucking. Do you like restaurants? Do you, yeah. Do you like it's... restaurants? Do you like bizarre, violent yeah, improv? Yeah. Do you like fake game shows where the stakes are also are high and also nothing? Uh, <laughs> you go go check out Guest That Strong uh, from also God, like it's how a you feel up Pierce Brothers. Exactly. Unrelated. Speaking of for our unrelated Joel, aka the original Nasty Freak, uh, they just wanted to say thanks for a great show that's kept them laughing. Uh, 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 on many a lonely train ride, and also, Aww. uh, they for sure let Pierce Brosnan spit in their mouth. Uh, like, a, Hell yeah. like I said, if you want to, know, to know what that is at ab- about at all, go check out Guess That's Tra- Actually, I feel like it's pretty facially well, no, clear there, what that's but, about. But see where it goes. <laughs> there's some context because, uh, that's there's more. Well, here's the thing: you <laughs> won't know if any of us would let Pierce. Sprawled and spit in our mouth exactly. unless you go check out episode one of Guess That's Front, which actually that I, is exclusive I content do, behind a paywall. We did make episode one of Guess That's Front uh, free. It is free if you go check out the Patreon. You can check it out 
Episode, episode one, one is. Episode yeah, one is. Yeah, that, that, a that's a, of that it's a cool spit. understated. It, like, yeah. Uh, here's a fun game Pierce for listeners. Write down on a little mouth, card what you think we would do, and then go listen. You just get like a teeny little bit of it. That's what guest that's from episode one. Yeah, it's like a a Lacroix flavored with Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan spit next to a soda water can, and then they and you can drink. Or he like took a sip. Luca wants like, to know what is each flavor? member of the Fun Bunch's ideal date or friendly <laughs> hang. Uh, Brantley's is getting uh, spit in the mouth by Pierce Brodden. Uh, other oh, <laughs> no, adult This is the thing. Adult this is Brantley. Show ended. We heard his. We heard his deep voice. Oh my god! The huger can do what he wants as an adult. No. He's an adult now. Only God can judge him for not having enough arms in his sweater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, what's all, what's their ideal date or friendly hang? I think Alex is just pretty much like what we've, like going to get ice cream with a bunch of friends. Like going, and like and going and go to scream. I feel like we've done a lot of like Alex's ideal fucking hangs is just like getting a ton of people and just hanging out like all day and like eating a lot. <laughs> yeah. I'm here for going to get snacks. I think that's the, the I think that's the, a, I, that is always a, a quality hang and a good, and a good date, but you yeah, know, like is, hopping a dimension, going to literal hell. I don't know. Is that a good date or not? It depends on who you're dating. That hey. sounds like a super Jerry date to be like, Oh, I got a date with somebody. And then you come back there. Like, how was it? Like, they got really freaked out because I took them to literal hell. I don't know what. <laughs> Which is nice, but it's weird there. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I just, I'm trying to think, like, do you know, like, you know those, like, times where you just, like, hang out with people and, like, you guys, you're just laughing really hard and you're saying, like, like, just, you're just riffing and saying dumb bullshit and have just tons nope. of inside jokes. Like, that kind of day. Like, go to, like, like, a town center and just fuck around. Kim likes going to the county fair because there's fair food. Hmm. But I think also as she gets older, she likes to ball out on dates and go to nice restaurants and pay for a bunch of stuff. That's cool. That sounds very good. She has young. money. That's how she got her wife. That's how she courted her attractive older wife. <laughs> um, oh, I don't. We, I didn't actually put this in there because I ended up cutting a bunch of stuff that I was going to put in for the the final episode that was going to like show about what happened to a bunch of NPCs. Um, but then I just didn't want to clutter it, but I did make it like, well, I was like, Oh, I think, I think it'd be like fun if um, I made it where uh, Kim's parents did have like another kid. This just made me think of the relationship. Kim's parents like ended up did have like having another kid. I don't, I, I didn't really say if it was like a brother or sister, uh, uh, Catal Catalyst really? and Spare Parts adopt a kid and they end up like naming it after Alex because they thought it was funny that there's two Alex <gasps> Juniors. Really? Well, because there's already an Alex Aww. Junior and Spare Parts has a oh weird sense of humor God. and likes that. So like there was going to be, it was just going to be, uh, no yeah, way. and then, um, uh, Tom and Nolan end up getting married, uh, uh, and like, you know, because, yeah, right. they're, they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think that was the only real, any like relationship things that, like, like I said, I wrote a bunch of stuff that I was gonna put in the finale, like the 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 finale arc, and then once we like got to it, there's already so much stuff happening, and then I didn't really want to take focus off the like the fun bunch. Uh, so yeah, there we go. Uh, the last arc had a lot of high concepts from the chain to travel inside the mayor's mind. Which one of these did you plan years ago? Which one was less mitten? Um, I will say, pretty much every guest episode 
is a mix is kind of a mixture because I'll talk to the guests uh, pretty far in advance. The only like some of the only guests that we had like super close was like uh, Brandon, uh, uh, Brandon Leon Gambetta, who played Jota one. Like I did not really have a plan to have Brandon on. And I just said, oh, the character I'm introducing, I didn't really plan to introduce them for Jota, that is. Um, but, uh, you know, I always had this idea that this character could possibly be done like this, but I didn't really know who could play it last minute. And we had done stuff with Brandon from Spider Day and other stream stuff. And then his name got brought up. And I was like, all right, fuck it, let's see. I was like, honestly, I think he'd be one of the only people that I would like trust to have a last minute take on this and he knows superhero stuff real well and he did great but most of the other guest episodes like i talked to him a long time before and we kind of playing a base thing and then the other half is just bullshit because i love to let guests run wild and then just like when they say something just give them the power of a god that they didn't realize their character had just to keep building uh so like things like the chain like i knew that the whole thing was going to be that I want it to seem like a cult that was too good to be true. And the thing was, it was too good, but it was true. Like they were just like well adjusted because I knew that um, the fun bunch would never accept it. And then they would defeat themselves on fighting them instead of just like accepting. And once again, uh, that is called gaslighting. Uh, so <laughs> it's okay if your GM does <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, apparently, I get it's called storytelling. Because no, also like uh, Claudia, uh, who came on? She's been like, because like when we, she helped me come up with the pegs and a bunch of other early plot stuff. But like, I think I've talked about this before. Uh, she started to listen to the show when it came out and then liked it. And then she was like, hey, stop telling me about your plot stuff because I like your show and I don't want you to ruin it. <laughs> Which I was like, okay, I that is that it's is great cool because you're an actual friend of mine and you don't have to like it. So I mean, I know that's genuine, but also, damn it. Ah. Uh, <laughs> needed somebody to talk to about these early ideas. Uh, so, you know, she she also knew, like, a good dynamic of how to fuck people. And most of the people that were, were guests in the final arc, or the, the penultimate arc where we had so many guests, were people that I just already talked to about wanting to have them on. Or, had any, like, like April, we, we needed to have back on to finish up, like, Jonah 4. I knew, I always told Jonah Jackson that I wanted him to come on as the mayor. And Jonah's done a ton of stuff with us, so, like... For Jonah's episode, I just knew. I was like, I, I can just make Jonah do some weird-ass shit. Um, it is funny. I do appreciate... I don't feel like you had to make him do anything. It is, like I do appreciate that. my concept. Because was... I did get worried that people thought that I just did too many things of, like, weird sub-realities and, like, going into people's brains and then fucking with, like, psyches and other dimensions that were just, like, weird psychic mind trips. No such thing like as some, too many weird self-realities. Like like, <laughs> as a Persona fan, I can't <laughs> get it up. So. You should. You'd damn. like it. It's I good. Would, yeah, four and five. It's long, so I recommend playing it with a with a with a amigo. I want to throw out as one that definitely was entirely riff driven is shifting Sammy. That whole thing oh, yeah, that resulted in like three failed dice rolls that Joel was like, all right, I got a thing for this. And like, okay. Yeah. And the fact that I had spent um, uh, a, a sleepless night just yeah, watching nothing about shifting, shifting TikToks. That was all, I will say, because I mean, that is, God, like, I think what was good about, I liked stopping. about this show is a lot of this is like, have, like, there's a lot of heavily planned stuff and things that I've like known about for a long time. And then there's a lot of stuff that is uh, stupid. Like Steely Joe was on on the spot thing, and then he became Kim's 
You couldn't tell from the name. It's really Spider well Day was on the spot. Spider Day was ripped out, and then you know that took away seven years of my life of a four-year-long <laughs> run of a show. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Um, what was as what were as, uh, as players your most joyous moments? Ooh, that's a great question. It's prom. It's prom. Saving prom. I mean, like when I got to who was who was like who did I say who did I who did I say fuck you? I'm saving prom. Was that Rat Fink? Uh, yeah, it was like Rat Fink and a bunch of other people that were fucking with prom. Everybody was fucking with prom. That was a, that was a good time. It was a fun one. Plus, it was just fun because we were all dressed up. If you you can't hear it in the audio medium, but we were all wearing prom. Outfits. I mean, they heard it because you described it. You're you're all wearing like matching tuxedos. Yeah, we looked very cute in real life and in the podcast. Oh, you meant like, yeah, y'all did actually. You I meant did, in I real mean, life. I thought, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah y'all did. Well, you didn't tell me. Also, at the time, I had nothing to dress up in, so. You were dressed as our uncle <laughs> was who was dropping surprise. us off. Yeah. <laughs> you dressed as Brantley. I made you a boutonniere. That's true. Oh, uh, yeah. What were you? Um, uh, there are so many moments. I think, like. Any kind of win or like the times that Kim saved the disruptor or the final episode. I'm sure there are a lot, or like anything with Vince being cute. I don't have like one. <laughs> the prom was also really fun. Uh, I really liked beating up Trigus in um, Bottom Penthouse, right? Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that was, was so good. good. That was, uh, he was probably like not my favorite villain necessarily, but someone who was really fun to fight. Well, you made me save him, so apparently, you know. <laughs> so that was like was the first to... big villain, and he had done something very close to you with like taking the disruptor's hand. I remember after introducing mm-hmm. Trigus that I realized I had to dial some stuff back and give y'all some wins because y'all got like you had head exploding guys show up. Tr- you had exploding like, guys show up after Trigus that y'all like everything you were so fucking terrified yeah, about. Yeah, guy exploded in front of me. That's traumatizing. It was scary. I thought y'all just gonna roll with it. Oh you man! No, we're we're role play we're role playing Ooh. teams. You got traumatized when people blow up in um, front of them. Um, ooh, uh, I can think of for Kim one of my most joyous moments for Kim on Kim's behalf is just completely dunking on the telemarketers or whoever they were. Who oh, yeah, it was yeah, just when like, they showed up at the custard place and I was God. like, I don't yeah, want to yeah, fucking yeah, talk yeah, to you. Loser, loser, losers. Goodbye. You roasted them so hard. It was awesome. I did. I, 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 whenever mm-hmm. you just would not let Harry monologue was so funny. <laughs> also fine too. Cause I really have like a super big monologue point. He was just like a little whiny, whiny cool. man that never went to therapy and you know, was psychotic and a murderer. So, like yeah it's like we get it we like get we're, it. You we're hate your dad. we don't Luan. have this kind of time paul what do you have a joyous moment no the whole thing was sheer horror the entire no um uh, i really liked the in the last seasons as jerry is like fake like as sort of jerry leaned into the being doomed component and like the conversations getting to have were like no, I don't want to deal with that. I'm not like uh, yelling at lady justice or what and, like a couple of those engagements yeah. really fun uh i yeah the there are some very like 
yeah, we've said this before, very low-key jealous of uh, Alex and Jerry's friendship. I was going to say the same thing. When they yeah. reconcile, and we were we were like both texting each other like, shit, like, that's, that's a, sweet. I want that. I do like that, the idea that like Jerry became a teacher later and is like, you know, working at like non, non-weird uh, child soldier uh, training Squidward. Uh, Academy. So what's like the name. idea of like like the kids and be like, he wouldn't fucking understand. And then like Jerry just pulls out a joint and be like, I ripped out a whole, I, I, I just like, I murdered seven people. I ripped I like, boiled like I did this, like, here's all the things that <laughs> I have fucking done. And they're like, what powers do you have? You're like all of them anyways. So like <coughs> moving on, like you can get past your shit. It's going to be tough. But I, like, yeah, I still do think that that's like a very fitting ending for, for Jerry that I feel like, uh, I know a couple people said they didn't see it coming, but also were like, oh, but yeah, though, no, that makes sense. So like, yeah, yeah, he's just, he, he, he work and also I love that you work with Toolboy. Uh, <laughs> I would love to work with Toolboy in Lyft in real Joel, life. Joel, did you ever right feel there. stuck? Oh, real fast, I also want to say I love the everything with the unhappy mill. That one playing. was fun. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I gotta cut so in with the unhappy I gotta interrupt. Just the unhappy meal was so fun. And getting to play a so dumb goofy. one note joke for a little bit is really, so really fun. You're usually playing a complex character. What's extra good about that was the timing because that was right after the three episodes of like everyone's mad at Jerry. Now everyone's now Shelby. Now, it's very like, emotional. now Jerry and Alex are fighting and they made up and now Kim's mad at both of them. And there was like just three episodes of like, fuck, 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 fuck. Speaking of Jack Packard, I remember he even talking to him at one point when he came back for the Sentinel. Uh, and then he said that like he had stopped listening for a little bit because uh, he couldn't handle how sad. sad the fights were getting and like because he wanted them to be friends again and he said he did get pick it back up but I got it though but you know I feel it was a good we never went back to that but I feel like it was like a good real big turning point for like the fun bunch to like really re-solidify of like oh yeah like we're a real superhero team and like we can't just be running around as individuals like we, everything we do is affecting one another so I think like it was a very good story moment. It was definitely one of the things of like, I know this isn't in the vein of our show, but like we we need to like see this through because it's it's you know kind of built up to this, and you know also because you know just three delinquent jackasses that keep doing dumb shit again and again, and eventually one of you has to <laughs> yell at the other one, and then that's gonna start causing the domino effect of being like, listen, we're all fucking up here, and no one no one you know is without sin kind of thing. That's an interesting. I still I'm trying to think uh, about. I am. It's me, the stone thrower. <laughs> hey, um, the question a while back about like Alex's perspective shifting from her and Jerry to her, Kim and Jerry. And it's interesting because it's like her fight with Jerry was like 100 percent focused on their relationship. And then coming out of that and being like, oh, shit, I've I've heard yeah, Kim completely too. forgot about and this and, like, is disregarded. Oh, wait. Like, this is somebody who also, this is somebody who matters to me that I wasn't even thinking about and just little, there wasn't ever a moment, but it's all those little baby steps. Yeah. I really like having to be in character as Grimace the first time I see Jane again. God, that was so funny. That was so fun. That was so fun. It took, like, until the literal end of the fucking show when I was like, the only way I have to is give... I have to give Jane a fucking peg so I can get her actually in front of Kim because I've literally tr I tried 
twice because like i know the first time with grimace i was like oh yeah this is like a funny way to do it and then whenever we did that at the end of season two and jerry's like all right fuck it let's switch let's switch who goes where we'll we'll that get was great game, that was such a good which idea was funny, but i was like great well i'm still gonna have all the cathartic moments set up that everyone thought they were gonna have <laughs> uh that's why because i was like i did feel kind of bad i was like ooh, well i know that uh at one of these uh, jerry's gonna go find his dead dad with his mom there so he definitely doesn't get to actually oh, say goodbye oh. to his father when he dies because he switched the he switched the battles around. So, <laughs> like, I guess we're moving on with this. So Alex gets to go find that. Look, fate's weird sometimes. What yeah, you gonna yeah, do? yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what? Jerry didn't realize it, but he was still running away from talking to his dad. Hey, hey. some things never it's change. Final, show's not about yeah, anything. It's the, it's the final run. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jane was definitely not about anything yeah, yeah, either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- I, I'm, this, yeah. I will say <laughs> no. they never had a relationship. I, did, or I do hate my parents. I don't know if that was a parent. Uh, Joel, did you ever feel? Oh yeah, fun fact. If anybody's listened to all of Critical Bits, uh, Joel's got Joel. Yeah, yeah, Joel has uh, problems with his parents uh, being <laughs> shitty. Uh, did you know one of my parents is dead? Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. And I have said, you know, playing an orphan. Did you know that I had? Did you know Half that? Orphan. Uh, half orphan on my father's side. I've made that joke before. I'm sure. I still think it's funny. What was it? Joel, you talked about you got your heart attack out of the way, and I was like, well, both of my parents had heart attacks, so they cancel yeah. each other out, and yeah, I'm yeah, immortal. Yeah, yeah. Like, God, that's so good. It's just being silly. Uh, Joel, this is also from Luca. Uh, Joel, did you did you ever feel stuck or unsure where to leave the story next? If so, what helped? Yeah, uh, we talked about this a little bit. Season three beginning was very hard. Uh, because season two, when we we're wrapping up, we were still like, you know, we had to switch to uh, a remote for COVID and we were all just burnt out from like being locked up for a year. Because you, yeah, you remember the thing, the thing it's that still I happening. Out, uh, because I don't really remember most of it, honestly. Um, but when we were starting season three, I knew that I kind of want to broaden the world and do things. But it was like kind of. And this isn't like saying anything bad about anybody. It was just kind of hard to get the three of you kind of like plugged into what we were doing because it was like all open and new. And we had the fun, like, oh, we're riffing off of each other when we were like building season one and kind of going from there. Because I was like, oh, well, let's see what the greater world looks like outside of Heavendale. But then it was just everyone being like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll turn my brain to like working mode just enough to get through this recording, but we're still going through a global pandemic and I don't really know what to have like to happen. And we like really didn't have like, it's hard to riff out a bunch of stuff. The pandemic without, was rough. Without that in-person energy. And then on top of that, it was just like, we all might die. And we've all been like staying inside and like not seeing people. And so the, the like set that first arc, the fun bunch like rides again or whatever it is. I think it's only like five episodes. That one I think is like the worst five episodes of critical bits that we've made because because like this like kind of what is that what is the 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 boundary there what were those episodes let's not talk about the worst parts of the show i mean because i don't think (laughs) i don't think think it's like the rest of it is all the best parts saying that like we fucking sucked also it was like during a really hard time that's why like that's it could have been so much worse a lot of shows that like i watched uh, and stuff that like we're coming out at like the end of 2020 or in 2021 when you watch and you're like this isn't that good you're like oh yeah you had to either finish this wrap it up or do so many things because this whole thing just like rocked the fucking world um i'm trying to look where it is 
Fans of Battlestar Galactica and heroes will remember the writer's yeah, strike yeah, 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 yeah. from the early 21st century. There it is. Um, and lost. Arc 8 was getting the team back together, which was the fabulous fun bunch, which was like the re... That was the one where it's like, we see what all of y'all been up to for like the summertime. Uh, and then encourage amputation, thread cutter, self-care, and school bus hair. So a lot of that was like, we ended season two, Harry's dead... The pegs are like the main things. Also, like we gotta, we gotta like fix Jerry's doomed problems, and then we fix that. Now he needs superpowers again, and so it was a lot of like yeah, wrap up of season two, weird... and we're we're starting season three. But like season like school bus air, that's when we first introduced the conglomerate. Like like because the because oh. Youth Corp was in that one. They came and helped y'all because you'll get in your ass beat by the fret like the fret. The, the like the fraternity brothers but like self-care is like you know whenever you went inside of like jerry and actually like dealt with all that stuff so a lot of that was like just a lot of big wrap-up things and also we were all very burnt out so i do think that was like the hardest but then the next ones after that because we we finished that and then moved on to um same bunch new fun and then that one was kim <laughs> fell down the well which is where I introduced a bunch of like the um, other like companion animals, the the fur, the furry crusaders or whatever, or the cuddly crusaders. And then we had Dear Diary, which was Carly Bernardo's episode, which was like the first episode of season three that I felt like we actually were like back on and really nailed it. And then we found out that we could all get the vaccine soon. And we had like three months of backlog already ready to go to post. And I was like, cool, um, we can wait and we can record 61 in like two and a half months so we can all be in the same room. So like we burned and I, I never caught back up. I was only ever about two episodes ahead of release after, oh, yeah, for, the, for rest the rest of the run, of the series. but it was worth it because then we went to Raccoon Hands, which was 61. And we talked about in that episode, like that's when the magic came back. And that's what I felt like, OK, great. Like we still kind of meandered for a little bit, but it was like fun meandering. We got to like go back to Heavendale and build that. But like I do know. And also, I can say this. I know that people like had talked about that's like that kind of fell off after season three started. And I was like, I get it. Like, it was kind of a rough start. And I've fallen off of like really good shows that had no weak points. It just yeah, happens. It just happens. And oh, yeah. Like, I, just like, I just haven't listened to a podcast so. since there are also 2020. People who, have, like, who are like, I've listened to the whole show five times after it ended. It's and I know, like, I know a few people that even know, said all that sorts they like people. We don't think you sound some, like some that. Some people that said they like stuff in the beginning of season three. So, you know, everyone's different. But that, that was just, it was just fucking hard to get through that. Uh, it was hard for anyone to make God, stuff. God, but that energy in episode oh 61, I still was, remember that. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I miss it so much. And I, I will say this, because we talked about this for like the new show, Road Roadshow. If something happened again where we had to go to remote, I would straight up to like, cool, it's on hiatus. Like, I'm not. I, I'm not going to go back. I'm not going to take a show that has like so much in-person energy and then make it go remote again. Like yeah, I got to, I would have to switch gears. Um, we, oh. It was also like I had family members die and I didn't leave the house for two months. Yeah, I was right. Like I went in the yard, but I literally, I got so paranoid. I was, I like, yeah, it was, that was a really bad time. It was weird. I'm surprised it was, I that we weird like dreams. Yeah. Oh, Hey, 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 one Shelby. You're not going to survive this episode, oh, yeah. and the rest of us also <laughs> yeah, might not. True. You know, it's uh, really forever. forever. Both my parents have heart attacks. We're talking about that. We're, 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 Joel and I. Oh, I, 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 we already talked about this. I had a heart attack at like 22. I don't have like I'm on borrowed time. Uh, let's see. 
Oh, you got out of the way. Gotta get out of the way. Gotta get out of the way. Still from Luca. If you had to make a spin-off like series. like chicken spin-off series. Uh, starring three to five of Critical Bits guest characters, who would you pick and what would the hook be? Uh, we talked about this very early in the beginning. Uh, um, Jodo, well, just uh, any of the Jodos, but primarily like, oh, the all Jodos, the Jodos, but also we talked about um, who did Troy play in episode 21? Odette. We're talking about Jodo and Odette. Odette. If this was like a Saturday morning cartoon, they would have they would have joined the fun bunch. Like I couldn't add two cast members, but like Jodo and Odette would have been like perfect early additions of like, oh, we're building out the team. So I would have done that for an expansion. Um, and it literally just, I would love uh, a show following Hoagie Allen's life and just him being the worst person ever. And he's like living in hell. Check out Swan Boy on That's what FX. Saying. Yeah, you if can, you want yeah, you can also just go watch Swan that. Boy on oh. FX uh, to see that. Um, I, I've, I'm trying to think about the other guest characters. I would love a spinoff series with um, all of with Johan and Joanna and Jonah. Oh, you're Jackson. About the just whole, like the all, whole Jackson all of Jonah Jackson. Oh, I, I just like. I, all three to five of the guests would, are Jonah I would Jackson. totally see. I would totally watch a all voiced by Jonah Jackson like cartoon like that. Um, I'm sure. Okay, I would watch Cops, but daycare. Also, uh, set, so like it's all right along with this isn't the, what I, well, oh, that about NPCs, but this isn't about a spinoff. But I can just say this because I don't know if I said this on canon mm -hmm. ones. Uh, we never brought the Sentinel back because he would never come back. He got his son back. He quit. He retired. Like. He would never answer anything from the fun bunch. He would never answer anything from yeah. anybody. <laughs> he deleted like, our numbers. <laughs> he he got a son back. There's nothing that would ever make him come back. Because I remember Shane was like, I want to bring Jack back and figure out what happened with the Sentinel. And I was like, I tried to give the Sentinel's ending, which was you get your son back and Trigus was behind us the whole time because I wanted Trigus to die. Um, and then, Me and then Paul saved him. And I was you like, okay. You could have hit hit the pause button and said Shannon. You but did anyway, what you I, I just came with there. I had to, I we had to like that. Because I remember, because that's why I kind of you got. I didn't really have a plan go, for Trigus after that. That's why I made him part of the chain. Because I was like, I don't know. I guess this is kind of interesting and fun. Because like I thought that was a good tool, a good yeah, way to do that. that. Thing, like you may not be happy with me, I wasn't but I'm happy with myself now. I'm part of the gang now because I know that happens in a lot of shows. But it's like he. He was just like flat out evil and irredeemable and wasn't under any kind of like guy. He was like, no, no, no. Like by the time I hit 15, I was like, oh, no, no, no. We're going like fucking psychopath dirtbag route. So, uh, but like, yeah, so. I love how like Alex was, Alex is like a pretty like nice person, like very nice ever. to people who like probably don't even deserve it. Like nice to people like beyond what is reasonably expected. Um, but she fucking hated Trigus, and I don't know if that was like me seeping through was, or something. It was so but it was funny so fun to, to roleplay because it's like she was nice to New Money. She was nice well, to Trigus a lot of also people. Also, tried to kill I Trigus directly the right after you got shot, and then you found out the Sentinel was sent by Trigus. Uh, he then tried. He he, he tried to kill me, like, and almost killed <laughs> he you. He did again. blow me up so, like twice in a day. Trigus one. Through his orders and the one through his direct action, tried to kill you, and then also he constantly tried to kill you and your friends. I loved how you handled Trigus. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's any other spinoffs for the for. Like I said, I loved all the guest stuff. Uh, we did. We also a lot of stuff. I had plans, but they they didn't happen because of COVID. Because uh, everyone just had burnout. I was going to do more stuff with Sheriff Duke and Mark Mir. 
uh, was like a plan to bring back more stuff. That's why that's why I told him we could do those as like these space aliens that come back. Uh, we wanted to do more stuff with like new money, which we got to. And then we did like the end of season two. That's also why like season two, I was like, I'm going to do a bunch of scripted stuff in the finale arc because I want to like show a bunch of shit that's happening. Uh, but don't have the time. Uh, NPCs, a mechanic spinoff, honestly, would be amazing. We we even did a couple for Patreon uh, that we released on the main feed. Uh, I had fun playing Disruptor. Yeah. That was really the, fun. Oh, the Disruptor and, and Toolboy was, dynamic was very fun that, to play. That, that was yeah. it. And a good one. That's so, that was so fun. Uh, yeah, I like that. I mean, it was like there's a lot of good stuff, but I still feel like we got like a good. I don't really feel like there was nothing that we like missed out on that I you know. D- don't think we got to see enough of. Um, I don't miss out, but what would be a good yeah, spin? Yeah, yeah, that's series. what I'm trying to think of. Um, like I'm saying, daycare Street cops, shark. right? Daycare like cops is very funny. Or like Reno 911. Street shark would be a good one, of course. I would love a weird thing. For some reason, I was very intrigued by. Maybe it's because we commissioned a, some art of it, but like the brunch factory, like OG villains. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Would love to see like just even like not a spinoff series, but like, like a, a prequel of like, or like how AU. they like a one shot of how they got into that yeah, yeah, predicament, yeah. or like when Tommy got like Jodoed. Um, there's a lot of stuff leading up to that um, brunch factory or spinoff again, like my my Frasier when I come back to to podcasting if I survive the night, yeah, which yeah, I yeah. won't. Um, Your ghost, obviously, uh, but. The the Jota or the the Alex mentoring super that teams been, yeah, that, um, is a fun a, one. a fun little idea. What did you get into this time, <laughs> Skinner? Oh, oh. <laughs> I want to say anything that I wanted, I just aggressively pursued with my character. Like I liked feeding Vince. <laughs> I liked talking about carnival eats and interacting with Toolboy and Disruptor and Herbie and stuff. I didn't really leave anything on the table. I would just be like, mm. I do this. Um, moving on from Mike S. And these actually kind of go back to early season three. Uh, but uh, well, also, because this one happened kind of later also, but uh, they were introduced. She was introduced. Does the Oracle keep in touch with Alex and do they still text? Oh, yeah. If I can, if I can, I don't yeah, know if you're, you're allowed, allowed to, to, to make that sort of decision or with me. You guys bonded weirdly 100%. Uh, over that. And she would, she would still have been friends with you if you kept talking to her over the years. I feel like the Oracle is like that one friend that you have on Facebook, like maybe from high school that you weren't like that close with, but you, they keep like having like really wild, like problematic life updates and like you don't like yeah, condone yeah. it, but you don't like you know them well it. enough to like sit down and talk to them about it. But it's just like you're just kind of along for the ride yeah. and you're like, oh, my God, I so can't believe it. But so it's like like a like a problematic friend for sure. Like the Oracle is doing like so that what saying, shit. So Alex what you're saying is this is another case of character lead. In contact. Uh, where this yes. Is, this is Shelby. Yeah. <laughs> Shelby being like, oh yeah, I would love, I fuck, I'm in the same boat. I love terrible, toxic people that are far away right? from me, but like not, like oh, I got, uh, my, my, my girlfriend, Rachel's like got me into like more like trash TV and Netflix hits it right. And like, and this is, I know cause, uh, Shelby and I have talked about like the circle and stuff, but then I've been watching like mm. love is blind mm-hmm. and these people, I can't do people, love is blind. I actually can't. So I've tried much fucking therapy and then you and then they don't get it 
Well, they're guess what, Joel? It's people. easier to I get know, on know, reality know, television know, than know, it is know, to get health insurance. And they're insurance. all choosing to do it, and it's whatever. But also, it's just like, it is just like watching them say the things that they're saying to another person. Do they say the word? I have a high like, tolerance it, it, for like, bullshit like it that. It just makes me feel this like deep down dark urge fulfilled in me. Of like how bad things are whenever, because like when you're in trauma a lot, you get used to being in these like terrible heightened states. And it's like, I get the best way to describe it is like an, a non-alcoholic beer for like my trauma responses where I just get to watch like the, just a little the most like fucking terrible stuff tea. ever. And I just get on the tip of my tongue, that little <laughs> that little t- t- tasty, tasty, tasty taste, and then I can turn the TV off, and I'm not in it. I don't have to deal with this, and so I get what you're saying. With so want to be friends with the Oracle to circle it back around, yeah. And that's the again, like not. It's it is like if like a morally correct thing would be, or even like a safe, like a, a a good thing to do is it's like you should block this person. You should get them out of their life. They're not bringing good energy into your life. But it's like it's it's yeah. a good time. It's like, a spicy meatball. I never block anybody. It's it's uh, it's great. Spe- <laughs> that reminds me of um, watching all gas no breaks in Channel Five. I feel like it's the same oh energy. If you're familiar with that, just of like I I know people who cannot watch those videos because they're so, so yeah, it's so weird. ridiculous. Uh, speaking of the Oracle. Uh, does Jerry secretly regret not taking up any of the various offers uh, to amputate his arms after things getting shifted <laughs> towards the peg destruction? There were a lot. Okay, so here's actually what happened. Remember all the scenes that you heard described at the end of the finale where, where like, we were just talking about the future? Jerry has a third arm in all of <laughs> those in scenes spite. because people kept fucking asking. And he was like, you know what? I'm just going to have another one put on. And he did. And so all of his suits, they've all got an extra arm hole on him. It's You're a you know, tailored special. Where is it? Uh, it's under it. Up, up. That's for the listener to find. That's it, to true. imagine. Yeah, the arm yeah. where you want it to be. Dealer's choice. Except for there. That's nasty. This. No. Yeah, not there. No, it's weird. Be oh weird. my gosh, that was Don't weird that you weird. thought that. Why would you, why Nobody would you else thought that, that but you. God. You're the only one who thought that, and that was weird. <laughs> weird. What do y'all's favorite riffs? 95. Brian G. Oh, yeah. asks, uh, my favorite, favorite I, um, I've got a soft spot in my heart for the which heaven is the best heaven. That one is just like you and your friend are going to war and you know you're about to die and you're just like, all right, we're ripping. And everyone's like, you got to fucking stop. And you're like, I can't. I actually mentally <laughs> no. can't do this. You can't like, die heart, if you like, don't stop the riff. I could not stop making jokes the whole time. Oh my god, I was that just doesn't surprise me at all. Off off. Like I was like, I was just telling some of the story, like because I went in there, I told him I was like, I'm having a fight. cocaine induced heart attack. I was very upfront. Uh, sp- sp- little sidebar: if you go to the hospital because of a drug problem, tell them all of the drugs you did exactly. Unless you like straight up fucking murdered somebody, they can't tell cops a goddamn thing. Uh, you, but and they need to know for the treatment. So I was like telling them everything, and then one of the one of the nurses was like saying to another nurse, like, why don't you have him restrained back there? As they're helping me not die, and then they're like, he's being like real calm and helpful. And then like the ner- the other nurse came back and I That's the first time anybody yeah, well, said that about Joel. Back, and I was just like tell that tell the, the the nurse at the front desk I apologize. Next time I'm having a heart attack, I'll be more calm and patient. And like I started like trying to like but yeah, so like that's what like that the 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 fucking 
which heaven you go to riff was just kind of like, oh no, I know we're about to die and this is the end of it and we just got to go. It was a riff born yeah, of oh desperation, was, but that that breeds the yeah, best yeah, yeah. riffs. I mean, do Italians That's, go to heaven? Yes, they invented their own whole heaven. It's called Catholicism. We went over this. <laughs> I just like that. That was very good. Also, like, it's hard though because also like, fucking Spider Day came from a riff, and that literally that one riff of talking about Spider Days. Of, would I have spiders to scare Jenkins? Was the question? Oh yes, because it's a like, holiday. Yeah, sure. We and all said, that, and we decided there's yeah, twelve like, that's, hours that's of Joel's life, to maybe forty, a four, a six, and a two and a half, or an hour and a half long special, Golly. and then four fundraisers that raised ten thousand dollars for Covenant House Georgia. So I mean, you know that that alone, the impact of that made me work with. I did the stats of this actually, of uh, of like how many, uh, like people. Spider Day total numbers. Let's see. So Spider Day one had thirty two people. Spider Day two had forty one people. Spider Day three had forty nine people. Eighty four total people were involved, as in like because like across the board, twenty three people were in two episodes of Spider Day, and eleven people were in all uh, all episodes of Spider Day. So like one riff literally spawned me working with eighty four fucking people. And making and raising over ten Golly. grand for a charity that I actually this week I'm gonna go film for because I met th- well because oh, I nice. started to work for them after I started doing like events for yeah. them so it is everyone goes so to that's really it. the spider thing is the best riff of the show like sort of on a yeah. quantitative uh, that, level that, that, that is um, that is our butterfly wings caused a fucking tsunami spider's <laughs> legs yeah, yeah, but yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Or spider's wings. Cater tots. Is Cater, great I mean one. that one. That one's a great one just because it was one of one of. Shannon one of the most times of the show the breaking for out of game reasons and not because of like we got too sad. Yeah. Or I tried to change it and y'all kept going. I, that, I very so rarely try to, to shut go down back a riff to, to not. Yeah. I like unhappy meal. That's the only meal. time I could think of. Unhappy mm. meal makes me laugh. That was unhappy meal is great. The invisible, we did the invisible, uh, the invisible car. car. Invisible flying car. People really like that one too. That got a big response. It's I so charming. The catalyst. So we'll say what? So what you say? Oh, how mad it made the cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, where you're like, oh, so you can all fly and you're yeah, doing. Yeah, that's, that's also too because the show's like half riffs, and so like a lot of them I don't even remember. Which half listeners you you'll have to guess, guess to find uh, out. Peep says no questions. Just want to say hello. Um, Hi, peeps. Hi, peeps. Thanks for listening. We've uh, let's let's blast through some. Uh, what happened to Herbie at the end? Honestly, I forgot. Um, I uh, Herbie. <laughs> I really liked Herbie in the beginning because, uh, like I've talked about this before, when I very first started the show, I was just starting the therapy, so I really liked playing a character that wanted to kill himself all the time and talked about how everything was sad and meaningless. But you got friends around, so you can't kill yourself. And then as I went through therapy and started becoming more open with my queerness, uh, I liked playing Toolboy more because. Because he just loved his boyfriend and got to yell and and, and wear ridiculous things. So that's what happened to Herbie. Um, I got l- yeah, Joel's I got dream of being a car was crushed. So what? What? What do you do? You can Herbie, make it up right Herbie now. Just do the same. Herbie's still Herbie alive. Herbie live until the sun explodes. It's making art. You will outlive us all. Definitely me. The land forever, and that is a spinoff on its own of of what happens to a man who wants to die and will never. That's another spinoff to go back to. But that's honestly what I did. I will say I did have stuff 
He's got the yeah, saddest yeah, ending sad. in Crinkle Bits. We have a tough bits. time licensing that, that uh, too, right? I did, Unfortunately. I, I did Dear Disney. In the, in Grim, the little Grim thing where up. I talked about having like the little wrap-ups, uh, I did write stuff about Herbie, uh, and he he was just there hanging out, chilling, and vibing. Because like I said, as I, it was also hard to keep evolving him because his, you know, his he just... He was, kind of, yeah, yeah. He's, he, he's, he's a car what? turned to a man and he never wanted to be alive on. And like, I know that's what most people want, but like he was legitimately not supposed to be, we all heard the story. Uh, that's what happened to Herbie though. It's yeah. awful. <laughs> you know, you uh, know the rest you know the bit. He, see this thing. It's uh, critical. Herbie's at all of their funerals. Every single one. Oh that's God. Yeah. I will say, like, it was it was nice that most people in Critical Bits got a happy ending, but Kirby like think, never like he, he, he always because, like he hates he consciousness. He had to keep a smile on for all of you. But he looked the same that he did oh, when he boy. first met him though. Um which also all right, yeah. Dan so. Stevens plays him in the film adaptation. Ooh, that's a good one. Huh. Uh did the cult dog die Sorry, after gang. the mind control that they survived? No, no, the and dog recon- cult, not the cult dog. We the, oh, the, the dog, dog is alive. Did the cult die? Dog cult uh, die after no, the mind I, control. I think they probably split up, but a lot of them actually like were healthier if they did well, okay, a lot of them did die. Uh caveat. Okay, but did they then <laughs> no, recreate a communist-ish utopia okay, with the dog in the center? Okay, they did recreate a communist utopia. It's not more of a cult; it's a communist utopia. Uh, the dog, the communist-ish dog in the utopia was with just the dog in the center. The dog was the first one to find the the the. the pe- yes, but was the new cult dog theme just sort of historic? It could be, but once again, it's not really a cult. They probably got dogs and shit and animals because communists are tight and they like animals. So, uh, but I don't think it was like focused around a. Sp- certain dog those are my political yeah, yeah. communist ish utopia with the dog at the dog, center a strong dog executive yeah, 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 yeah. Cent- I'm a centrist I want, I want dog a centrist secretary of state the dog tatorship of the proletariat secretary yeah. of state because like I want that because they'll know how to handle business what does the Secretary of State do? <laughs> they push stuff off it's cute uh, is the cobbler demon still selling drugs <laughs> and shoes of course baby yeah oh, yeah he, yeah, health he running is normal. Uh, Never uh, stops. Let's, let's say, uh, actually, this is what happens. He does go straight because he meets somebody. They start a family. Um, they do die. Uh, and then he goes back to a life of drugs, and he never finds any kind of semblance of happiness again. But there is, like, but it, well, why it's because, are, it's because why there was, like, a, he got, like, back. five years of, like, really happiness with his family, and uh, he can never, he, he'll never be able to. He finds He'll no happiness in drugs and shoes. He doesn't get back long. there again. But he, he well, not did without have, work. He's not, he's not able to put the work in. He, I'm gonna write fan fiction oh, okay. where he meets another nice like demon, and, the, and they retire together. Wear shoes. Like, hmm, actually, Shannon Love screwed drugs. Um, actually, <laughs> yeah. he, he dies saddle on. I had Shannon. So he forgot his family. What was that delivery? They got demon syphilis. This is, you should nobody ask yeah. questions well, about. Yeah, and, and, what? Well, this is the thing. Joel, what's I your mood tonight? To All these my best friends right now, and it's really hard. I got an old yeller. Yeah, Joel's going through a hard situation. time because I'm is, really so fun. Why, you also have to have to end the show. I got to end a life, so. Okay, the yeah. coming. So have some yeah, sympathy. I, I feel bad for me. Yeah. Uh, since Herbie sings all the music instead of the speakers. <laughs> I'm going to write fan fiction about Shelby okay, still being so alive. I, I wrote this question earlier. Oh, yeah, RPF. That's not a healthy coping I mechanism. That I said that he sings all the music through the speakers. <laughs> the riff uh, of that. I forgot that. And that, it makes things a lot different. Uh, we, we ever forgot. release a solo album? If so, 
Was that something you'd make merch of? Also, you might have already covered it in the show, but what was Herbie's favorite song to sing? Once again, I fucking... Um, Joel did not cover I that on the show because Joel forgot that he said, said that it, in the show. I do remember saying it after you said it. It's a fun, weird thing that I would say. Uh, he does release an album label. Uh, later, it goes uh, platinum. Uh, he feels no joy ultimately from it. Uh we will not be will releasing not, merch of it. It, it will, it, it will, it will never, never exist, exist in real but life. We will put out like the monster. Uh, we will put out a fake. Uh, we will put out a tape that has like a full jacket playlist of everything that's in it. Um, and but then it's just uh, the A and B side or me. The A side's me saying honk over and over again, and the B side is that in reverse. Um, Sorry, Ooh. I realize it's a lot of Herbie questions, but I just realized something. I think you. Well, no way. What's Herbie's favorite <laughs> oh, song? I don't to sing? know. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Let's move on. Build, build me up, Buttercup. Yeah, yeah. Cause, yeah. Build me up. But like real, mo- real yeah. atonal. Yeah, it's a real good yeah. one. That's. Uh, I mean, there's. Ooh, or uh, what is that Lindsay Lohan movie that she sings a song? Talking about Mean Girls? Is it Teenage wait, Drama wait, Queen? I'm sorry. That, that I'm song, Teenage this. Drama Queen. We gotta read this whole <laughs> question out because this is madness. Sorry, I'm realizing there's a lot of Herbie questions, but I just realized something. I think you've mentioned Herbie drinks gasoline yeah. in the show, and I want to stop here and point out, you know we don't know fuck all about people or cars or how any of things work. So your question is, does that mean he pisses gas? a good gas? question. Perrin's engine exhaust, which I don't know if that's what gas is or the piss is the metaphor for that. I don't know how that works. And if so, does the amount he drink affect the gas to gasoline ratio? Like if he's very hydrated, it's just Ooh. gasoline. Well, if he drinks a normal amount, it's half gas, half gasoline. If he doesn't drink enough, it's okay. So get aerosolized I say gasoline. Yes. So like, sure. I don't think that's what the, the exhaust is in so combu- I, that's, I, I, I don't know if, if it's you're gas. asking that's, if he pisses gas and farts exhaust fumes yes uh, <laughs> it's mainly and this is the thing uh, he pisses gas when he drinks gas if he drinks water he pisses water uh, his he does not have human Ooh. organs so it doesn't change anything but also he's not processing anything in his body um, it's purely for if- aesthetics and he can taste things but he gets no he doesn't need this is the other thing he could go his whole life without eating and then now because of the mix of the mechanic and the flesh body he neither needs gasoline oil nor food and water on either end uh, he exists between both worlds and neither and then neither at once uh but he does like to drink gasoline because it tastes good to him because he is a car if he drinks sugar or eats sugar does it fuck him uh, up he's uh, it, 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 it does uh but then uh he's fine because he pees out sugar because it thinks it, oh, it's told yeah, by he, his body thinks that sugar is dry piss and so he pees it out so it's just like he has kidney stones uh, well I think we've about spun the wheels off this riff what yeah, does that answer your question oh, yeah, Harry <laughs> fully what to Harry? Uh, in the end of season 2 he got ripped in half on screen and rest died, in and pieces well, there you go, Tommy. Uh, that answers that the, one. What's the moment that made your uh, made you proudest of your characters? Oh, oh. when Jerry was like, "No!" at Brunch Factory, was, and that was awesome. That was great. That was great. I expected all of you to run, honestly. 
That was I was I was good. I yeah, didn't well, know what to do because I, 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 I knew that Alex let wouldn't run do if you that. want to because I I introduced those th- those three very spooky villains that killed everyone else that you were having a hard time with because I thought you were gonna be like oh fuck we got a dip and I was gonna let you run um, and then Jerry Jerry had like a cool anime moment. I was like, wait, no, this is a superhero show. We're supposed to be well, fucking I, I superheroes. Like, this is the early part of the superhero show where it's like, no, no, you I was so the, proud of Jerry. You introduce the scary bosses, and you're like, I did not we expect run that. This is the big bad. Oh no! And then he exploded ahead. We ran yeah, forever. We never tight. confronted him again. Until I remember you talking about like I think I had I looked over at you or like Kim looked over at you or Alex did, and you kind of that was such a cool moment. That was a, that was a great moment. I think I you're, you're making the character decision and like because Kim wasn't gonna. Yeah, when I saw you, like, Kim was definitely, like, being, like, no, this person clearly has what, some shit over for, me, and for, Alex is traumatized for, for by sh- this. Shelby and Shannon, yeah. what, what's the it. moment that made you proudest of your character? I think this is a great question. It's something that I am having a really hard time answering, and I know, and the thing is, it's like, I know that there's a moment, but um, nothing is. Because there's another question after that that's also, and I want you to answer this honestly, because I am vain. Uh, what's the moment that made you proudest of Joel? <laughs> Uh, and but why? Oh, when he had the good sense to call me about his thing. podcast I, wh- project. While y'all, I'll let y'all think about your character moments and your Joel moment. And uh, Paul, that one doesn't count. You gotta give me a real one. Uh, but while you do that, uh, I am gonna read all 32 villains that I came up with for the 32, which were 32 teeth based villains that I never got to use. Mm. Um, so we did introduce already the canines. Uh, they did show up. Uh, they are set up, separated in uh, the canines, the incisors, the premolars, the molars, and the wisdom teeth. Uh, so I'm going to try to speed through this, but I uh, I didn't get to bring it in the show. I got to do this. Uh, tooth Decay, The Crown, The Plaque Knight, and Houndstooth. Already in the show. Not going to tell you what they did. We already introduced them. Uh, okay, I lied. Tooth Decay can produce bile that eats right in the surface. Crown can form <laughs> metal caps over anything. Uh, plaque Knight is a knight whose uh, armor is made of teeth and covered in a thick layer of plaque, uh, but it can, you can slowly degrade it with sugar. And Houndstooth, he can uh, pop out his canines. Uh, once again, start thinking about your proudest moments, both character and Joel. Uh, the incisors, uh, 9 out of 10. It's a dentist that can make 9 duplicates of himself. Enamel Man, uh, he's covered in an in almost indestructible film that grants him str- super strength and resistance to damage. Novocaine, he can stun people and make them paralyzed. Laughing Gas, he can produce a gas that makes everyone disoriented. Uh, Gumline is Nick Cannon's dentist that died on the set of Drumline when visiting the set, but was brought back to life with a magical <laughs> drum. He can turn his entire body into like gum-like that substance that can grow and shrink on his command. Uh, chipped can break down anything by chipping <gasps> off piece by piece with telekinesis like powers. Uh, plantal, plantal floss, someone who can weave thin strips of plant like floss and control them with their mind. Uh, I came up with all of these at the beginning of season three, by the way. I've had them forever. Um, the what? Oh, there's a kid. Um, yeah, Mouthguard can summon mouth guard in people's mouths, forcing them to shut their mouths so they can't speak. Uh, so that's all the incisors. Then we got the premolars, which is the pulp. Oh Someone God. whose body is covered in pulp. He's very weak, but his oversensitivity allows him to have enhanced senses. Root canal. That's yeah. what oversensitivity uh, is. Root yeah. canal, a man with drills for hands. Chatterbox, uh, sh- he... <laughs> He shoots full sets of teeth at people, and they can speak and bite on their own outside of Chatterbox's mouth. So he spits them from his mouth, so he can regrow them. Uh, tusk, they can form tusk at will and shoot them out of their mouth at projectiles. White stripes, uh, or white strips, they produce a blinding light, but uh, they have to take off their clothes to show it. Lockjaw, 
I can grow a tooth in the shape of any key. Dental dam can stretch their body out super thin and cover any surface. Cavity, uh, she can make holes in anything, but by using guns, which she also has a lot of. I forgot that one. That's a good one. Uh, we're now on to the molars once again. You're thinking of, you're thinking really of your best oh character God. moments and Joel moments. Proud is Shannon's proud. Sorry, gone. No. Uh, the molars, uh, <laughs> the extractor, uh, can remove anything with his magical dental pliers. Ooh, baby. Uh, Bluetooth no. uses their teeth to hack into phone lines, internet, and other electronic devices. Uh, with their teeth, keep that in mind. The tr the truth brush, someone who wields a truth brush that if used compels the user to tell the truth. The effects last as long as the minty flavor stays. Uh, teeth marks, someone who stole the dentures of Karl Marx and is now imbued with his wisdom and knowledge. And they also wield a sickle and hammer. Fuck yeah, hero uh, for our age. Truth be told, consumes the teeth of people then they can learn anything about them from the past. Uh, as, uh, from when they have a tooth uh, left their mouth and back. Fluoride. So most of that's like yeah, yeah. kid stuff. Uh, like Fluoride. You know, like he has mind control powers that spread through liquids that people drink. X-ray. A dentist that got radiation poisoning from a faulty X-ray machine, but he can now see through anything. Uh, mouthwash. They can, they can telekinetically control saliva. Uh, and then the final four, the wisdom teeth, uh, is the tooth fairy, uh, the actual mystical tooth fairy that steals baby teeth and uses them as drugs to help uh, give them eternal life. Uh, shark teeth is a human shark with teeth, but they have no legs as they traded them to Streak Shark for an, uh, enchanted teeth. He walks around on legs made of shark teeth. He uses the endless rows of teeth to destroy people that can also form into objects uh, from his discarded teeth. Backpack Kid. The kid who made the dance flossing famous, uh, but he's now a young adult. And then uh, the whole tooth, which is a human-sized sentient tooth. Uh, yeah, that's the 32. That was 32 teeth-based uh, NPCs that I came up with and only got to use four oh of them. Oh, my God. Uh, so anyways, y'all's character's proudest <laughs> moments and the new proudest soul moment. Uh, Shannon went to sleep like, during this um... whole thing. Does anybody remember Joel's twenty-four hours? And I'm so tired. That and then you had to listen to all that bullshit. Four minutes. I, listen, I, so, I, almost, I thought it would be funny I if did I did fall asleep. For the, show, the cats kept and I deserved me. all of that time I just took up. I've been, I'm so tired. Yeah. Oh my well, god. I already gave. Well, I already gave mine. Uh, Shannon, best Kim moment. What are you proud of? How does? How's, how do you, what do you? What do you dig? What's? What's good? That moment with the. Telemarketers felt really cool. So good. Yeah, that was that. You were that was super cool. You were fucking badass. I know. Uh, I, I know. Sparing Trigus was contentious, and it wasn't meant to be like a Nazi redemption moment. But I was I'd like, as far as character growth and trying to do the right thing, I was happy with that. I mean, any kind of like triumph over adversity moments. But I think a lot of the stuff with the telemarketers and Jane was a lot of her yeah, overcoming. This, this is. Well, those were kind of your big haunting past things, like, yes. right? Yes, yeah. but this was like a very, a very early cool Kim moment. Is like whenever y'all were in with uh, game room, and you were just like you had like the oh the yeah, giant, yeah, I like, forgot just, about that. Yeah, because that was yeah. like the first. Because we did that again later. You you saw like that on like even higher level with intentional murder. Whenever y'all were fighting against all those, where it's just like, but that in episode six was like the first time where it's like, oh Kim, 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 Kim. Oh, she's yeah, on like some carry like, shit. Some shit oh, up. Fuck. Like, like Jerry can like make somebody like turn off their sadness or like turn cool. off their powers. And Alex has gumption, but then like Kim is like fucking scary. 
gumption. It was really fun to play a character who, like, I, I was really proud of the, um, I'm in the back of the car moment, too. I thought that, I really like people's reaction to that. I thought it was so funny. It's like playing a character who is a coward and who is a very conflict avoidant, but when cornered is like a cornered yeah. animal and doesn't just shut down, but like full on attacks people. And there's a, um, I had a Kim playlist I would listen to to hype myself up before recordings and the Mountain Goat song Heel Turn 1 was on it. It's a really good song about just like Night Heel Turn 2, which is on the album. It's one that's only been played at live shows. It's about like giving up on being good. And it's like the the other guy's got his back turned and you're just going to like put the knife in. Mm -hmm. It's a really, really good song. And that was like inspiration for that. She she became a better person after that. But that was because playing Marlon on the roadshow, he's kind of a scumbag and will immediately resort yeah, 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 to yeah. violence if under pressure whereas can you push her you push her you push her and then yeah i forgot about that i'm glad y'all brought that, that up no, i was really that, proud that of that was a great i still remember that. Show. I about that proudest character moment for alex it's really interesting because i know there's a lot of really good moments with alex i think that there's a lot of things that i am really happy about and really like proud of that character um, and some that we've talked about and there's like some with like Tom vault and I'm like, I'm trying to think of like obvious answers. Cause I think that there's a lot of them where Alex did something that I was really like, Oh, Hey, yeah, that's, that is like really cool. That's, that's a really cool thing that she did. And that's, um, shows a lot of growth, but for some reason, like the one thing that's sticking out to me and it's kind of still, we've talked about it before, but it's like, I'm so glad that she's stuck up for herself to Trigus like just moving forward and it's not like I'm trying to, there's probably a better moment that I'm forgetting about, but that's like the one thing where it's like, and again, it probably wasn't, I don't think that it was a, she's, she's bullying mm. the guy from like the moment that she talks to him after they end up working together until, which granted, I think it is warranted because he did try to kill her multiple times. Um, but it's still, it's like, Hey, yeah, no, like, dunk on it <laughs> like he's a piece of shit like actually Make stick for yourself. that was so funny um, yeah, but yeah like things like so the tomball are great yeah. um uh what am i i feel like i'm forgetting big moments i mean like there's prom there's tomball we had a bunch of really big moments so i'm proud that i shot my shot my him. boy my child i shot him yeah, yeah four years been, yeah, it's a long it time. I feel like there's a lot of stuff that I'm yeah, forgetting yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. So if anybody, sweet at me you if you remember it. And then, yeah, cool uh, Alex moment uh, stuff what's some of your proudest Joel moments? Um, I have one. Um, for me, it was Brunch Factory. I think that was one, like, just I remember being just like jaw on the floor when whose head exploded but somebody's head ex like it was it just like got so real it was the, so uh, fast it was it was the one that could like control the little the, the pied piper Pied, that pied, was pied piper yeah but it was like the, there there really wasn't any permanent consequence at that point in time like it was still like we were we were like happy go lucky we still we were still like figuring Scooby each Doo. other out we were still figuring like the game out we were still trying to like like, oh, hey, like we, we didn't really have a full scale of the stakes. Um, and so I was I did not expect it to go there in a really good way. Like it was it made everything very real, very fast. And it was really, really, really cool. And so I think that that was one of my that's definitely one of my favorite moments. It's definitely a pivotal moment. And then also I'm proud at you for like keep you are like the for the amount of work that you did. 
like you are the driving force kind of keeping this going, getting it started and keeping it going, like having that um, initiative to say like, okay, hey, we're going to do this thing. I'm going to find people to do it and we're going to make it happen. And I think that that's a really hard thing to do. Like it's very, um, as somebody who uh, who does get burnt out from from podcasting and is going to be um, murdered for it tonight. I understand that it is like a tough thing to to commit to and to to be able to like actually make something and put something out in the world is huge. Plus like the amount of like lift that goes into scheduling everything, not to mention Spider Day, um, which is I don't understand how that actually happens. Like I can't get like three of my friends to play D D. On yeah, the same I remember day. somebody tweeted about so. seasons, uh, saying that like the one of the, one of the most the impressive things about seasons was how I got that many people together for sessions. <laughs> Which I will say, this the <laughs> fucking role playing guy gods bless me because I do remember the scheduling for that. Every time, like I worked out so well. I think like the the final sessions had like some some I had to wait like two months to do at one point, but like all it worked out. So that was yeah, divine yeah, yeah, intervention yeah. for sure. And yeah, everybody check out Seasons. It's really good. And I really like oh, my character. Very, everybody watch very, Seasons yeah, for I, me. Well, yeah, yeah, All three of you were great in Seasons. But that was very, thank you for that. That was very sweet. And like, yeah, I, I'm very proud of the whole show, honestly. I have one. Do y'all remember like, I want to say like six and a half minutes ago <laughs> I, when Joel started knew, reading I that list of 32 that. teeth guys? That, you son of a bitch. I knew that's what you're going to do. I had, I just, it just gave me, I gave me hope for the future to know that such creativity was still yet untapped and uncaptured. Yeah. Gave me hope that once, uh, someday, uh, that list would be over. <laughs> and Joel delivered, delivered on that hope. Joel delivered on that hope. And now I, the world is a little bit brighter because I, I know what it could I, be. It started with just the canines was the first group. And then I had thought, wouldn't it be funny if they were part of a larger group called the 32 and I put that in oh their description God. and then kept making other NPCs. And then was like, but who's in the 32? <laughs> <laughs> I will I, say uh, that's my new answer for spinoff yeah. show. I want I a spinoff show with the 32. Both me and Paul took our headphones out when you started, I think. Mm -hmm. And I thought about just laying down on my bed and taking it out. I would have texted. We could have texted you no, when I, it came I, back to I, I figured someone would have called me. I didn't know that you did that. So I'll go ahead and start back from the top. So we got the canines. <laughs> no, you won't. They're not going to uh, do yeah. it. Yeah. What's your favorite Joel moment? Yeah, I'm about to compliment yeah, 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 you. Yeah. So you're not going to do that again. Well, I'll call we'll you last. <laughs> I always thought it was really impressive. Uh, one of the examples would be like when we just decided we would go to hell, uh, your ability to just roll with anything and keep it like entertaining oh, yeah. and funny. Um, Good one. Like, I've worked with a lot of GMs who are really good GMs, but it's just as far as, like, uh, improvisational storytelling. Because I think, I, I, like, I'm good on mic, and I can be funny and stuff, but I'm not as good at, like, spontaneity or that level of, like, spontaneous mm -hmm. world building. I think you're really, really good at Or stuff like um, uh, Sheriff Duke, you're, like, improving with Mark Muir. And I know you all were, like, friends, but you hadn't known each other that yeah, long. Yeah, it's just, yeah, like, yeah. your ability to do that is just, like, really, really, really good. Like, there are a lot of comics who do this kind of stuff, and they're funny, but on top of all the stuff that Shelby said about you building out everything, and be, also being, like, a very... I've talked about this a bunch of times on Mike, but being very, very supportive of us and believing in us and pushing us and stuff. It's just that ability that, like, I... No matter, it's one of those things I think it was... Um, Matt Colville was talking about, like, there's two kinds of genius. One is, like, 
I could do that if I was just like smart enough or I tried hard enough. And the other kind is like, I could never do that. And I could never do the kind of stuff that you do with that, that fast pace, like no, in a million years, I couldn't do that. So I've always thought that's really impressive. Yeah, yeah. Because I, mean, I once again, when we went to hell, I, I, I thought it was funny to say yes that portal from hell that was made uh, uh, by I can't remember, but Bex from the Dice Girls character and like Spider Day One. That's oh, where it's yeah. from. I was like that's funny. It's still there to this day. And I said it was a throwaway joke. And then when y'all, like, I want to go to the portal. I was like. Well, first we spent 20 minutes dicking around yeah. out front of the portal to hell before we did anything. That was about an it. epic battle. I'm proud of Shelby for letting that go that long because Alex did not want to go yeah, to that, hell. But Shelby was, was like, I want to go to hell. Shelby so wanted to go to hell so bad. So I'm proud of Alex for, for battling her creator. There is a really funny. So and then hard. We, we already and we did a clip. I clipped it, but like, uh, just there's like a line where it's just you, one of you saying, like, okay, we're definitely not going to the portal <laughs> to go to hell. And then it's just the always sunny music because the episode is literally called The Fun Bunch Goes to Hell because that was the whole thing. Yeah, that wasn't planned at all. Uh, so thank you. Yeah, yeah. Like the, I do think that was like what was really fun about the superhero genre itself too is like, like one one of you can lift metal with your mind, the other one can touch people and make their powers to lift metals with their mind stop. So I don't really need a reason to make anything justifiably happen here. Uh, so it was really easy kind of to build on top of that. Um, do you to complete the trifecta? Do you have a favorite moment? That's what I was about to say. I do think that we did. Yeah, I want to compliment us now. Also, Paul yeah, says something yeah, nice about Joel. Yeah, Paul, I, do a Joel, real one. Joel, you you do you work really hard. You put this whole show together. It's really really good. It would not happen without you. I uh, thank you for asking me to be a part of it. It's one of the coolest things I've gotten yeah, to do over the last four years working with the four, three we, of y'all. We, we, we have talked about this. Yeah. R.I.P. Shelby. Like, I, and we mentioned like I love Taz and not you know GMing and writing a show is hard. So I'm not shitting on them, but like I kind of dropped off Taz after Travis took over, and I know they after that let Griffin take back over. For GMing, and they talked about, you know, they realized that was a show, but we already talked about this. I was like, not that, like, I wouldn't want to play a game that one of y'all GM, but I was like, oh, if it came to a point of one of y'all wanted to take over, we would need to start a whole new show because, like, Critical Bits is just me doing the sh doing this and, like, and a lot of that. And any other world that we did would be, like, you know, the GM style and everything would be so starkly different. Um, I do think, yeah, so I think, like, some of the early stuff... Shelby, uh, what I loved about her and like your play style as Alex is the fact that not only because I've talked about this for GMing, I don't think that you should set up a lot of early plot lines of how to take your characters down. You should let your characters feel really safe and do whatever they want because they will show you how to hurt them. Like it's so fucking easy to, to do that. Uh, what? Hey, Joel. Joel, is this about this is something about, you've this, experienced? I don't, you know, people don't just understand how to read people to get what they want or need. Uh, I had to get through life. <laughs> this audio recording is going to be submitted in the court of law as evidence at some point. Skills. Were they healthy? No. Do I have them? Yes. Uh, well, no, because I think for like Shelby early on, what was just like, 
not only was it like, oh, I'm seeing how to like fuck with y'all and like where I can push your motives, what things I can use to get your characters to do things that are kind of, you know, like up in the stakes. But not only for was it like you were showing me that, but you were literally like tying the noose yourself for so many moments for Alex. And it's being like, hey, I found this storyline that you can have. Do you want this? I gave it to you. And so I thought <laughs> if there's some guns, saying, like, into, guns a into, fire into the fire, again. shit like that. Also, the idea that like the character without superpowers was the most like just jumping into everything. Also, I love the dynamic of a smart, dumb person. Like Alex is one oh, of the yeah? smartest people ever. <laughs> she is like straight A, super good. And then you talk to her and you're like, how are you alive? Like, cause I have tons of friends like that where it's like so smart, knows everything. And then you, you just see them live a day in their life. It's like, I don't, should I hold you? Like, what is that? And so, Logically, so I, think, I think like Shelby, some of the, pre the earliest proud stuff was like alive. giving me a, a, so much ammo to play with like literally putting ammo in your fucking mouth and having to break down his craggery and things like that because i think that that really helped early <laughs> oh, on Gregory. because none of us had played together before as a group um and so as you know we were still kind of like finding our groove even though we found it very quickly and it got better as it went but like shelby gave me a lot of the easiest ends in the beginning which really helped me as a GM like shape and do a lot of crazy shit because one's a, like a stoner burnout who doesn't want to do anything and the other one's a coward who's going to stay in the back of the van. And so like I think one of my proudest things like Shelby being is like you really did help shape a lot of early critical bits and a lot of like the the funny moments and really ridiculous moments in like the first two arcs came from your willingness just to like yes and everything to yourself to oblivion. Uh and how you can't, Alex is completely unable to lie yeah. effectively. It was a wonderful <laughs> and joyous moment I think, for the show. And then, like, the problem was, too, just like seeing you, Shannon, like, kind of break out as you went through the show and, like, get more comfortable and having big moments. But, like, whenever you actually, like, let Kim be a hero and have, like, spotlight moments, like, that's kind of why I think it fell more naturally to make Kim the leader because, like, Alex and Jerry had cool moments, but whenever Kim had it, it really did feel like an inspiring thing. And like, oh shit, like, you know, and it's, the, and it's, and I think it's a really good, like the arc of Kim, it, which is funny too, because you like superhero stuff the least out of all four of us. Uh, like I know. I, uh, yeah. And so. I don't hate it. I, I was like, still like Venture Brothers and the boys and like it's, Alan Moore stuff. Like, yeah, it wasn't I'm your preferred genre. You still know how to work in it. But like Kim has the most like actual superhero arc in this. And I really think that the like, passing I am is like, I think Kim has some of the coolest and furthest character development and evolution as far as like span of literally going from like you were like session zero a villain and session one an ex-villain not a hero an ex-villain going to the very end of it of like you are the leader of the fun bunch you took down evil superman like all of those huge moments that like we planned with cam like it really gave me something to like really center around of like a cool like narrative arc and i think like one of the press of is like just seeing you coming out of your shell as a player while also coinciding like kim coming out of her shell and stepping up more and just kind of seeing the evolve was like super fun. And then Paul, I love our dynamic in the show because Shannon and Shelby are nice, normal people uh, that just will like <laughs> let a show go on. And I like that. We're your example of nice, normal people. Just, and then it's just like if you're being objective. 
I mean, you're not. Me and Paul get to go each other's throat every time. It's like when you see two dogs fighting, people are like, are they mad at each other? You're like, nah, they're just... He's biting his neck. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. No, they're flossing like, a lot at the mouth. There's a lot of fangs. Like, going all back play. and forth Fine. was great. And then, honestly, just like this sounds like cut, but like one of the, pre- the the restaurants. Like I know that I came up with the first Hebrid one because I just misheard Paul, and literally because I thought. I Another thought accidental riff. Honestly, that, that went really way was too true far. because I thought he said a bowling alley and a pool and i was like that's fucking disgusting it's great it's called wet pens and then listening back he said a bowling alley or, or a pool which makes sense of where people would be hanging out at and then yeah. brunch factory was was just based off of a restaurant chatting called food works uh because like and that's not even a hybrid place it's just like that was it but then after that like everything just like those and it really got to the point where i never came up with like restaurants all i would ever do is like paul this paul this and then some of the like towards the end like all the restaurants that we saw like flying into black holes like okay so there's a black hole paul this is your last chance to make up as many as you want fill it with the worst retail experience you can imagine also you know i will say you know i the show itself well, and that also then gave us the another our great closing yeah, yeah. riff of and the heavens. I, I so, just, like, I, I do I, I am proud of yeah. the show because, like, really, if you listen, you know, from the first episode to the last, like, there's evolution of all of us, like, growing as our characters, the story. We all get funnier on mic. Also, like, I've, I was, I, I, like I said, you know, I was friends with Paul and Shane before this, uh, but I wasn't really like super close with any of you. I, I just worked with Shane a lot for like sketch stuff and knew Paul through like smoking pits and comedy shows. But then like over this, like legit, like we all went to Shelby's wedding. Uh, like we, we've all like become close enough friends to where like we've met each other, like, you know, family members and stuff like that. And like, th- I'm, I'm just the proudest of this show out of anything I've ever made. Like, it's like, we've told such mm-hmm. an epic story. Oh, we've yeah. like reached so many people, but even like without all that, like we've, told like a great story. I, we got to do it on our own terms. We got to, you know, really enjoy it. And like, it's made me so much tighter as like an editor, a storyteller, a creative, like my riffing abilities and improv abilities are just like so much heightened. And like, we just started Oddity Roadshow and like, I'm remembering how, like, I just didn't have too many plans for critical bits I want to do as a fun, but, like, how much I've learned in those four years, I feel so much more confident to do, like, different character voices, take big risks and leaps. Like, we're doing a lot more, like, heavily edited stuff for the Audio Road Show. So, like, the show just made me, like, grow in so many ways. I'm just really proud that we made it. It's, like, an amazing thing. And, like, no, mat- like, no matter what, like, even if we never, you know, people stop listening today and we never get another new listener. Well, because Shelby's gonna die, yeah, so he can't make it like, Yeah, I mean that is the good thing. I'm proud of it because I have to kill Shelby. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm not just going to die. Yeah, Joel's yeah, yeah, going yeah. to kill like, me. Kevin is a widow. Like, and mm-hmm. this is tough too. Like, y'all didn't get married. Like, like it's been like a little over a year. Like, it's yeah. And he knew you were doing a podcast yeah, that's the thing. when he Don't married marry you. A podcaster. So. <laughs> Don't marry a podcaster. Because if they leave the podcast, if you die in the podcast, you die in real life, you can be killed uh, and it's not legal. Thing. Does anyone have anything else we want to say? Thank you for all the nice things you said. Thank you for all the questions that we got sent to everybody. Also, literally all the fan art we've ever gotten. Uh, amazing. 
Oh we're my god, the now. fan art! I the songs, the animatics, and still there's like, the songs. Cosplays, y'all, wiki. I have like absolutely I know, I cried over some know, of the like, shit that we, you guys have made. If you have like, sent no. us something, and you, I have printed it out and like, rolled around in a big pile of all reach, of How many people, like actual friends, we've made through this? And so, like, I'm 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 just very grateful for the show and for all of you, for oh, all yeah. you listeners, in a respectable way. From a creator to a fan, and since I appreciate you and all the support we've gotten, um, and also, yeah, thanks for your listening, thanks for your money, those of us that sent, and mo- also those of you that again, sent money. Uh, after I'm done killing Shelby, you know, told I will go about back the show. to editing Audie Roadshow to block out the the last look on her face face as she dies. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll use that. that. So uh, send in some fan and art of that, listeners, if you've got a. I'll, expl- you know, I'll describe how she's begging for me not to do it. And then you can. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to go. Looks like we're about all yeah, out of time here on critical bits. Like some people are like cool and like stoic. And it's yeah. like, I know this is my time. And it's like, I understand that it's allowed, but I, I'm going to go, go so out long. kicking and screaming. She's got nothing to throw at me. Yeah, exactly. And also, listeners, um, I mean this sincerely. I love you. <laughs> she does not mean that. She's going to die. She's just having a trauma yeah, she's, response. She's, she's reaching out to whatever might hold on to her. But there's nothing left. That's um, that's Shannon, 100% true. Sh- Shannon Parrish, social I mean Strucci here, is personally. dying after being up for 24 hours and hearing this. You are my friends. So uh, I've only recently become accustomed to the ways of the Midwesterner. I think I, I think I am speaking forth in their in their way when I say, "Well, I guess we're gonna let y'all get along with yeah. whatever it is you were doing before you put the podcast yeah, gotta on." Gotta get on um, going. Uh, so yeah, uh, as never again, I've been your GM, Joel Ruiz. Oh my God, I'm Shelby. I'm Shannon. Goodbye, Shelby. Goodbye. I'm Paul. I'm I guess Shelby got any last words? Bye, everybody. Um, no, just what I said before. I'm not going to repeat myself. Fuck off. <laughs>